Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to share a little bit. Ninaenda kushiriki kidogo on a very very critical message. Kuhusu ujumbe ulionyeti nyeti kabisa. Very very critical message. Ujumbe ulionyeti nyeti sana right now. Sasa hivi in the church. Katika kanisa those who can record make sure you record wale ambao wanaweza kunukuu hakikisha unanakili if you have cell phones make sure you record kama uko na simu unaweza kunakili if you can write write as much kama unaweza kuandika andika jinsi uwezeshwavyo very critical message for this hour ujumbe ulionyeti sana kwa saa hii and it's going to be deep na unaenda kuwa wakilindini very very deep today sana sana leo hii you can never lose this treasure hauwezi kupoteza hazina hii hallelujah hallelujah today's message ujumbe wa leo the title of the message kichwa cha ujumbe huo is this ni hiki the garment of the lord fazila bwana Again, tena the garment of the Lord. Vazi la Bwana. That is the title. Hicho ndicho kichwa cha uchumbe. And I'm going to walk you very carefully. Na ninaenda kuwatembezeni kwa umakinifu zaidi. Very deep. Kwa undani sana. Into the message of the garment of the Lord. Katika ujumbe huu wa vazi la Bwana. I want first to share the three visions kwanza kabisa nataka niyashiriki maono matatu I'll describe them as a foundation lakini nitayaelezea kama msingi a foundation to the message of the garment of the lord msingi wa ujumbe huu wa kichwa cha vazi la bwana let me describe the first vision hebu nielezee maono ya kwanza April 2nd Aprili tarehe 2 2004 Mwaka wa 2004 Between 2 pm to 4 pm Kati ya saa 8 mpaka saa 10 The Lord snatched me away Bwana akanichukua And listen to this Nasikiza haya Then I saw the visions of the Lord Kisha nikayaona maono ya Bwana But what did I see? Lakini je, niliona nini hasa? In that vision, katika hayo maono, I found myself nilijipata mimi standing right before the throne of God. Nikiwa nimesimama mbele ya kiti cha enzi cha Mungu. And the glory of the Lord covered the entire throne. Nao utukufu wa Bwana ulikuwa umefunika kiti chote cha enzi. And as I stood before the throne of Jehovah. Na niliposimama mbele ya kiti hiki cha enzi cha Jehovah. 
Listen very carefully. Sikiza kwa umakinifu zaidi. He made me know. Alinisababisha nijue that he that sits on the throne. Ya kwamba yeye akatia kwenye hicho kiti cha enzi was seated on the throne. Alikuwa amekati kwenye kiti hicho cha enzi. After that, baada ya hapo in a short moment, katika muda mfupi tu, he presented John the Baptist on my right hand side. Akamleta Yohana mbatizaji upande wangu wa mkono wa kulia. Again, tena facing the throne of God. Nikiwa nimetazama kiti cha enzi cha Mungu covered with the full glory of God. Nacho kikiwa kimefunikwa kwa utukufu mkamilifu wa Mungu. Then all of a sudden John the Baptist appeared here. Alafu ghafla binfu Yohana mbatizaji akaonekana upande huo. And when he appeared here. Na alipoonekana upande huo. He began to speak with me. Akaanza kunena nami about the lamb of God. Kumuhusu mwanakondoo wa Mungu. Who died for the sins of men. Aliyezifilia dhambi za wanadamu. And he said. Na akasema that he died and he was slain for the sins of men. Ya kwamba alikufa na akachinjwa kwa ajili So I began to argue with him. I asked him. Nikamuuliza, why did he have to die? Why did he have to be slain? Inside the vision. Katika hayo maono. Facing the throne of God. Nikikitazama kiti cha enzi cha Mungu. And then halafu he said akasema never mind usijali it was the will of the father that he be slain ilikuwa ni mapenzi ya baba ya kwamba achinjwe and then at that time halafu kwa wakati ule standing here i saw a vision inside the vision nikaona maono ndani ya hayo maono What did I see? Naje, niliona nini? In that vision inside the vision. Katika hayo maono yaliyokuwa ndani ya maono. The Lord made me see the day Jesus was slain. Bwana akanifanya nione ile siku ambayo Yesu alichinjwa. And the details we cannot share here. Na vipengee vinavyohusiana nayo hatuwezi shiriki hapa. But it was horrific. Lakini ilikuwa ya kutisha. And I saw him slain for the sins of men. Na nikamwona akiwa amechinjwa kwa ajili ya dhambi za wanadamu. Listen to this. Sikiza haya. Then I came back to this vision. Alafu nikayarudia yale maono tena. I found that John the Baptist was still standing here. Nikapata ya kwamba Yohana mbatizaji alikuwa bado amesimama hapo. Then after that, alafu baada ya hapo, I saw nikaona I saw changes coming to Israel. Nikaona mabadiliko yakiijilia Israeli. I saw two changes of government in Israel. Niliona mabadiliko ya serikali ikitendeka mara mbili katika iji ile ya Israeli. The first change mabadiliko ya kwanza took place I saw. Ikafanyika na nikayaona. The second change mabadiliko ya pili I am going to describe in a while. Ninaenda kuyaelezea kwa kitambo. 
And then the Lord lifted me up again. And when he lifted me up, then from where I was, I saw many aircraft going to Israel. And when I looked inside the aircraft, I saw Christians going to Israel. How did I know they were Christians? The Lord put specific people I know they are Christians inside the plane. Bwana aliweka watu fulani hasa ambao ninawajua ni wakristo ndani ya hizo ndege. Two changes of government that was coming to Israel. Mabadiliko mara mbili ya serikali ambayo yalikuwa yakijilia nchi ya Israeli. And now I see aircraft full of Christians going to Israel to Jerusalem. I have kept away some other parts of this prophecy. But listen to this. When the Christians were going, then I came back here before the throne. And I saw that John the Baptist was still here. But his raiment changed. Became glorious. He was totally transfigured. His raiment was so glorious. That even if you touched with a pen you would see the dot. And when his raiment changed, then I looked at myself and I found out that even me, I had been transfigured, that my raiment had become glorious. And I checked my hand and I saw it was glorious. And I checked my hand and I saw it was glorious. After the glorious here, then the Lord lifted me up and I saw the second change of leadership taking place in Israel. Let me repeat this. Very simple. Two changes coming. The first change takes place. Those are prophecies. And then Christians go to Jerusalem. To Israel. And then the changing of raiment into glory. And then looking and seeing the second change. When the second change took place. The Lord made me see the whole earth. And I saw that the nations panicked. 
then halafu when i came back here wakati niliparudi pale pale ben john the baptist said kisha yohana mbatizaji akasema he stretched his right hand alinyosha mkono wake wa kulia and he said na akasema behold the lamb of god tazama mwanakondoo wa mungu is coming for the church analichia kanisa and then i saw the mighty halafu nikaona ukuu most powerful ya nguvu sana most glorious lamb of god mwana kondoo wa utukufu zaidi wa mungu coming from the glory of god akikuja toka kwa utukufu wa mungu and everything became more glorious na kila kitu kikaongezeka kwa utukufu there was a small ridge kulikuwa na mtaro kidogo there was a small ridge between us and the glory of the throne kulikuwa na mtaro kidogo baina yetu na utukufu wa Mungu it was a little darkish ilikuwa ya gizagiza kidogo but when the lamb came lakini mwana kondoo alipokuja the ridge was sealed ule mtaro ulifunikwa and it became super glorious also na ukawa wa utukufu zaidi sana pia everything there kila kitu hapo Then I began to go around the world. Alafu nikaanza kwenda kote kote ulimwenguni. Prophesying the changes coming to Israel. Nikitabiri mabadiliko yajayo Israeli. Then I said, Na nikasema, There are changes coming to Israel. Kunayo mabadiliko yanayoichilia Israeli. Two changes of government. Mabadiliko mara mbili ya kiserikali. And then after the first change, a lot of Christians go to Israel. Na baada ya mabadiliko ya kwanza, ninaona Wakristo wengi wakienda Israeli. And then halafu 2006 mwaka wa 2006 we watched news tulitazama habari and we saw na tukaona the first change of government take place mabadiliko ya kwanza ya kiserikali yakifanyika in israel katika inchi ya israeli i received a lot of phone calls and emails nikapokea simu nyingi na pia barua pepe kwa wingi from pastors all over the world kutoka kwa wachungaji kote kote ulimwenguni men of god nabii wa mungu see the first change has taken place tazama mabadiliko ya serikali ya kwanza yamekwishafanyika it was ariel sharon ilikuwa ni ariel sharon he was the prime minister alikuwa ndiye waziri mkuu and then he began to discuss peace alafu akaanza kuongea amani and during the process na katika hiyo hatua he fell sick akagonjeka he went into a coma akaingia kwenye coma and then ehud olmert alafu ehud olmert became the new prime minister akafanyika waziri mkuu mpya That was the first change. Hiyo ilikuwa ndio mabadiliko ya kwanza. 2006. Mwaka 2006. Then, halafu 2008 came. Mwaka wa 2008 ukaja. And then I watched in the news. Halafu nikatazama kwenye vyombo vya habari. A lot of Christians going to Israel. Wakristo wengi sana wakielekea Israeli. Very very many. Wengi sana sana. And I heard the government in Israel say Na nikasikia serikali ya Israeli ikisema that these are too many flights ya kwamba hizi ni ndege nyingi sana that are landing in Tel Aviv ambazo zinatua kwa uwanja wa Tel Aviv that we have never seen this since Israel was formed kiasi kwamba tujawahi kuona haya tangia Israeli ilipoumbika I saw the second prophecy fulfilled. Nikaona unabii wa pili ukitimilizwa. 2008. Mwaka 2008. Israel 
soldiers were to celebrate with Israel. Na wakristo wengi sana walienda kusherekea pamoja na Israeli. Isaiah saw that dream. Isaiah aliona ndoto hiyo. That the Lord showed me. Ambayo Bwana alinionyesha. Isaiah chapter 60. Isaiah mlango ni wa 60. Verse 8. Mustari ni wa 8. When Isaiah saw wakati Isaiah alipona, the same dream the Lord gave me. Ndoto ile ile ambayo Bwana alinipatia. What did Isaiah say? Che, Isaiah alisema yapi? Isaiah chapter 60. Isaiah mlango wake wa 60. Verse 8. Mustari wa 8. This is just a foundation for the message. Huu ni msingi tu wa ujumbe. The visions are foundation for this message today. Maono ni msingi wa ujumbe wa leo. You can see already. Mwanza kuona tayari. In this vision. Katika haya maono. I have already described a glorious garment here. Tayari nimeelezea vazi la utukufu hapo. I'm going to explain to you everything later. Don't worry. Ninaenda kuelezea hapo baadaye usijali. Isaiah 60 verse 8. Isaiah 60 mstari ni wa 8. I am reading King James. Anasoma tafsiri ya King James. And he says, Nanasema, Who are these that fly as a cloud and as doves to their windows? Ni nani hawa warukao kama mawingu kama huwa kuelekea kwenye viota vyao? Like doves. Kama huwa. When Isaiah saw this dream, wakati Isaiah alipoona ndoto hiyo, the aircraft had not been invented. Ndege haikukuwa imevumbuliwa bado. So Isaiah saw. Kwa hivyo Isaiah aliona like nests of doves. Kama viota vya ndege. Flying with the clouds. Sikipaa kwenye mawingu. Look, when people sit in the aircraft. Tazama watu wanapoketi kwenye ndege, the neck is always long. Kila wakati shingo huwa ndefu. Like this through the window. Hivi ukikonyezea kwenye dirisha. Always you want to know where have we reached or whatever. Kila wakati unataka Unaangalia chini. Through the windows. Kupitia kwa dirisha. But birds. Lakini huwa. If you look at birds in their nest. Ukiangalia huwa kwenye viota vyao. Especially if the mother has gone to look for food. Hasa sana wakati mama anaenda tafuta chakula. Their necks are long like this looking waiting. Mashingo zao zimerefushwa hivi wakingoja wakitazama. Who are these that fly as a cloud? Ni nani hawa warukao kama mawingu? Like doves to their nest. Kama huwa kwenye viota vyao. I am reading amplified. Nasoma tafsiri ya amplified. And he says, Anasema, who are these who fly like a cloud like doves to their windows? Ni nani hawa warukao kwenye mawingu kama huwa katika madirisha yao? I am reading New American Standard. Anasoma New American Standard. Who are these who fly like a cloud like the doves to their lattices? Lattices. Ni, ni nani hawa warukao kama mawingu kama huwa kuelekea kwenye nyumba za juu? NIV NIV Who are these that fly along like clouds like doves to their nests? Ni nani hawa warukao kama mawingu kama huwa kuelekea kwenye viota vyao? 2008 Mwaka 2008 A lot of Christians going to celebrate with Israel. Wakristo wengi sana wakienda kusherekea pamoja na Israeli. The second prophecy here fulfilled. Unabii wa pili hapo ukakimilizwa. 2009 Mwaka 2009 Ehud Olmet 
Ehud Olmert was replaced by Benjamin Netanyahu. Akabadilishwa na Benjamin Netanyahu. The second change of government in Israel. Mabadiliko ya pili ya kiserikali katika nchi ya Israeli. And the whole world was shocked. Na ulimwengu wote ukashangazwa because Avigdor Lieberman kwa sababu Avigdor Lieberman became the Minister of Foreign Affairs. Akafanyika ndiye waziri wa masuala ya kigeni. He came from a right wing party of the Russian diaspora. Akakuja kutoka kwa mrengo wa chama cha upande wa kulia ya ile ya urusi ya nje. They used to say walikuwa wakisema if we come to power tukikuja uongozini we will clean out all the Palestinians from this place and just send them to other countries tutaondoa Palestinia wote kutoka hapa tuwatume kwa nchi zingine so the whole world was shocked kwa hivyo ulimwengu wote ulishangazwa when benjamin netanyahu made a coalition wakati benjamin netanyahu alifanya masikizano with that party na hiyo and raised a Victor Lieberman as minister of foreign affairs. Na akamchukua Lieberman kama huyu waziri wa masuala ya kigeni. But you remember one thing. Lakini unakumbuka kitu kimoja. The glorious garment. Lile vazi la utukufu. Before the second change. Kabla ya mabadiliko ya pili. That is the message here. Huo ndio ujumbe hapo. The glorious garment. Vazi la utukufu. Radiant. Yenye kung'aa. And then going to see the second change. Alafu kwenda kuangalia mabadiliko ya pili. Second vision. Maono ya pili. July 29th. July tarehe 29. 2009. Mwaka 2009. I am going to Venezuela. Venezuela. Then I sleep on the floor in Johannesburg, South Africa. Alafu nalala kwenye sakafu kule Johannesburg, Afrika Kusini. Waiting for the aircraft for the next day. Nikingojea ndege ya siku ifuatayo. Inside that milieu, that business. Katika ndani ya zile shughuli nyingi. I fell asleep on the floor. Nikalala pale chini kwenye sakafu. And so the visions of the Lord. Alafu nikayaona maono ya Bwana. What did I see? Na je, niliona nini? In that vision. Katika haya maono. The voice said. Sauti ikasema. Look and see who is coming. Tazama ukaone ni nani ajaye. And I remember in the vision when I looked on my left hand side. Na nakumbuka katika hayo maono nilipotazama upande wangu wa mkono wa kushoto. Then I saw a very powerful pale horse. Kisha nikamuona farasi wa kijivujivu mwenye nguvu. Very mighty and big also. Mkuu sana tena mkubwa. With his rider. Na mpandaji wake. Coming with power. Akija kwa nguvu. And behind him. Na nyuma yake. Was a heavy cloud of darkness. Kulikuwa na wingu zito jeusi la giza. Behind that horseman. Nyuma ya yule mpanda farasi huyo. It was as if it is coming to storm, to rain. Ilikuwa ni kana kwamba inakuja kunyesha, inakuja kuadharuba. Dark, dark green. Ilikuwa ya kijani nyeusi. Listen now. Sikiza sasa. Then I saw the second part of that vision. Alafu nikaona sehemu ya pili ya maono hayo. After seeing the pale horseman running around. Baada ya kumuona farasi akijivujivu na mpandaji wake akikimbia hapo. The Lord has shown me how he's going to take the church. Bwana amenionyesha jinsi anaenda kulichukua kanisa. I have even heard the voice of the archangel. Hata nimekwisha sikia sauti ya malaika mkuu. I even know how the trumpet will sound I've heard it. Hata ninajua vile tarumbeta itakavyolia. Nimeisikia. 
God. Nimeshiriki nanyi jinsi wapo watakavyonyakuliwa. But I had never seen the church inside heaven. Lakini sikukuwa nimewahi kuona kanisa ndani ya mbinguni. I had seen the Lord take the church. Nilikuwa nimemwona Bwana akilichukua kanisa. But I had never seen her inside heaven. Lakini sikukuwa nimewahi kuliona ndani ya mbinguni. So the second part of this vision. Kwa hivyo sehemu ya pili ya maono hayo I saw the church. Nililiona kanisa. When finally she has been taken. Wakati hatimaye limekwishachukuliwa. And she's in heaven. Na liko ndani ya mbinguni. And I saw them worship. Na nikawaona wakiabudu. Let me tell you something. Lakini hebu niwaambie ni kitu. The worship I heard there. Ile ibada nilioisikia huko juu. I cannot write in a book. Siwezi kuiandika tosha kwa kitabu. The mightiest worship. I don't know how to put it even. Ibada iliyokuwa zaidi hata sijui nielezeje. The sweetest worship of all worship. Ibada ya kupendeza tamu zaidi ya zote. And I saw them. Na nikawaona the church. Kanisa. They were wearing long garments. Walikuwa wamevaa mavazi marefu. I used to think. Nilikuwa nafikiria that when he says wear your garments. Ya kwamba wakati anasema vaeni mavazi yenu That is the glorious body when your body changes glorious. Hiyo ndio mwili wa utukufu wakati mwili wako unabadilishwa. The eternal bodies. Mwili ule wa milele. That you will have on that day. Ambayo mtakuwa nao siku hiyo. No. Hapana. There is also a glorious garment. Pia kuna vazi la utukufu. That goes up to down. Ambalo ni refu mpaka chini. And it flows a little bit flows a little bit. They call it the train of the garment train. Inaitwa gari la moshi la vazi. So there is a glorious body. Kwa hivyo kuna mwili wa utukufu. And a glorious garment. Na kuna vazi la utukufu. And the garment is long. Na ilo ilo vazi ni ndefu. It reaches down and flows. Linafika chini linatiririka kidogo. And I saw them. Na nikawaona. They were worshiping in unison. Walikuwa wakiabudu kwa umoja. From where the Lord lifted me up. Kutokea pale ambapo They were worshiping like this. Walikuwa wakiabudu hivi. Before the throne, mbele ya kiti cha enzi, they all went in one direction like this. Wote walienda upande mmoja kwa namna hiyo. Together. Pamoja. You did not see someone going this way. Haukuona wengine wakienda upande huu. They all went together in this direction. Wote walienda kwa pamoja kwa mwelekeo huu. And they came back together in this direction. Walikutana kwa pamoja wakarudi upande ule mwingine. And it was very beautiful. Na ilikuwa yapendeza sana. It was high worship. Ilikuwa ibada ya kiwango cha juu. The highest worship. Ibada ya juu kabisa. I saw them inside. Niliwaona ndani. Right before the throne. Mbele ya kiti cha enzi. Worshiping Jehovah. Wakimwabudu Jehovah. And the lamb of God. Na mwana kondoo wa Mungu. Another garment. Vazi lingine. Another glorious garment here. Vazi lingine la utukufu hapa. And listen. Nasikiza. From where the Lord lifted me up. Kutokea pale ambapo Bwana alininua juu. Every time they turned like this. Kila wakati walipogeuka hivi. Their garments gave flashes like thousands of cameras. Mavazi yao yalingaa kwa mwanga kama vile mwanga wa kamera maelfu yake. Yalikuwa yanarusha utukufu. Yalikuwa yanarusha utukufu. Yalikuwa yanameta meta na utukufu. Yalikuwa yanameta meta 
yanaangaza utukufu yanaangaza utukufu kama mwangaza yanaangaza utukufu wa mwangaza the garments were radiating glory mavazi yalikuwa yanangaa kwa utukufu over there hapo hivyo worshiping wakiabudu from where i was kutokea pale nilipokuwa like thousands of cameras flashing kama maelfu ya kamera ikiangaza mianga yake another glorious garment vazi lingine la utukufu of course the prophecy of the pale horseman na hata hivyo unabii wa farasi wa kijivujivu is the death you see consuming the earth ni kifo ambacho unaona kinateketeza dunia yote all over the world now iko kote kote ulimwenguni sasa but you can see tunisia lakini mnaweza kujionea tunisia egypt egypt libya libya syria syria yemen yemen bahrain bahrain name it taja yote mexico mexico but i am interested in this garment lakini hasani natangazia hili vazi sparkling garment vazi linalongaa dazzling ambalo linangara radiant ambalo linaangaza glorious la utukufu white ni nyeupe another vision maono mengine april 4 april tarehe 4 April 4, 2011. Aprili tarehe 4 mwaka wa 2011. I saw the visions of the Lord. Nikaiona maono ya Bwana. And in that vision, na katika hayo maono, all of a sudden heaven opened. Ghafla binfu anga ikafunguka. And when heaven opened, na bingu ilipofunguka, I saw glorious glory. Nikaona utukufu utukufu. But listen to this. Lakini sikiza haya. The more I saw the heaven open, zaidi ya nilipoona bingu ikizidi kufunguka, now I understand. Sasa ninaelewa. When you hear that the heavens receded. Wakati unasikia kwamba bingu zilirudi nyuma. This is how it opened. Hivi ndivyo ilivyofunguka. When the Bible says heaven recedes. Biblia inaposema ya kwamba bingu zilirudi nyuma. This is how it does. Hivi ndivyo inavyofanya. It rolls back like this. Inajikunja kunja ikirudi nyuma hivi. When the Bible says heaven recedes. Wakati Biblia inaposema bingu ilirudi nyuma. It rolls back like that. Inarudi In nyuma. Sides. Inaenda kwa upande zote mbili kijikunja kirudi nyuma. And then I saw Alafu nikaona glorious glory utukufu wa utukufu But when I looked more carefully Lakini nilipotazama kwa umakinifu zaidi Then I saw a garment Kisha nikaona vazi It was a glorious garment Lilikuwa ni vazi la utukufu Beginning from here to somewhere here Likianzia hapa mpaka mahali hapa pa kiwiko cha mkono And the Lord did like this Na ya Bwana akafanya hivyo And in that vision Na katika hayo If you want to have the Lord speak with his servant. Kama unataka kujua vile Bwana unena na watumishi wake. As he shows you. Anapokuonyesha, he can speak by voice. Anaweza kunena kwa sauti. Or show you another vision inside there. Ama kuonyesha maono mengine mule ndani. Or he puts in your heart. Ama aiwekeze moyoni mwako. He put in my heart. Kwa hivyo akaweka moyoni mwangu. And he said in my heart. Na akasema moyoni mwangu that has to do with the rapture of the church. Kama hiyo inahusiana na unyakuzi wa kanisa. Another glorious garment. Vazi lingine la utukufu. The church in Chicago. Kanisa lililoko Chicago in Oslo. Kule Oslo. In Australia. Kule 
ya kwanza it talks about the time inanena kuhusu wakati if you were following kama ulikuwa unafuatilia go see the first change enda ona mabadiliko ya kwanza come back rudi come and speak glorious mavazi yawe ya utukufu and go see the second change alafu nenda kaone mabadiliko ya pili tena it talks about time inanena kuhusu wakati the time for wearing the glorious garment wakati wa kuvalia vazi la utukufu and the lord was saying na ya bwana alikuwa akisema but by the time the second change takes place ya kwamba kufikia wakati ambapo mabadiliko ya serikali ya piti You rather be wearing a glorious garment. Afadhali la utukufu. The Lord was saying, Bwana alikuwa akisema, that by the time the second change comes. Ya kwamba kufikia wakati ule ambapo mabadiliko ya pili inapokuja. You rather be found wearing a glorious garment. Afadhali upatikane ukiwa umevaa vazi la utukufu. But I want to walk with you slowly. This is a very deep message is very long also lakini nataka nitembee nanyi pole pole maana ujumbe huu ni wa ndani wa vilindi sana precious people watu wa zamani i want to begin from israel ninataka nianzie israeli the house of jacob nyumba ya yakobo what is the message the lord is saying je ujumbe ambao bwana anasema ni upi in these three visions of the garment here katika haya maono matatu ya vazi hapa listen to this somebody sikiliza haya mtu the house of jacob nyumba ya yakobo they were living the way they wanted walikuwa wakiishi jinsi walivyotaka in goshen kule gosheni in the land of egypt katika nchi ya misri they went to work in the morning kazini asubuhi and they came back in the evening wakarudi jioni they were carrying bread walikuwa wamebeba mkate and fruits and food na matunda na vyakula those that were tilling the soil wale waliokuwa wakilima mchanga if your boss was growing tomatoes kama mkubwa wako alikuwa anapanda nyanya he gave you some tomatoes at the end of the day alikupatia nyanya kidogo mwisho wa siku those that worked in the pyramid wale waliofanya kazi kwenye pyramid they were compensated in a certain way also walikuwa wakilipwa kwa njia fulani pia not really compensation slavery sio hasa kulipwa lakini utumwa do you know the definition of slavery je unajua maelezeo ya hili neno utumwa That means hiyo inamaanisha you live for food unaishia tu chakula you must work to get for today lazima ufanye kazi ili upate ya leo those whose bosses were fishing wale ambao wakubwa wao walikuwa wavuvi probably they brought home fish labda walileta nyumbani samaki but they went to work as usual lakini walienda kazini kama kawaida until they began to cry out to jehovah hadi walipoanza kumlilia Jehovah and when they began to cry to Jehovah na walipoanza kumlilia Jehovah look at what happened tazama kilichofanyika Jehovah heard their cry Jehovah alisikia kilio chao and when he heard their cry na aliposikia kilio chao he said the Moses akawatumia Musa the servant of the Lord mtumishi wa Mungu and he told Moses akamwambia Musa tell the house of Jacob nenda kaiambia nyumba ya Yakobo that their cry has reached my ears ya kwamba kilio chao kimesikia masikio yangu and now i have decided i will deliver them na sasa nimeamua ninaenda kuwakomboa and when he began to talk about deliverance na wakati 
ukombozi. He talked about one thing. Aliwaambia kitu kimoja. That they should leave. Ya kwamba waondoke. On the day of deliverance. Katika siku ya ukombozi. After deliverance. Baada ya ukombozi. They should leave. Inawapata waondoke. And go into the wilderness. Na waende jangwani. To do what? Kufanya nini? To do what? Kufanya nini? To worship the Lord. Kumwabudu Bwana. To worship Jehovah. Kumwabudu Jehovah. They were living as usual. Walikuwa wakiishi kama kawaida. But when time came. Lakini wakati ulipofika. For them to now appear before the Lord. Wao sasa kujiwasilisha mbele za Bwana. Then the Lord gives protocol. Kisha Bwana anapeana mpangilio. He says now Anasema sasa on the matter of appearing before me Kuhusiana na ili swala la kujiwasilisha mbele zangu Tell the house of Jacob Kaiambia nyumba ya Yakobo that there is a protocol Ya kwamba kuna mpangilio There is a systematic a system Kuna mpango mahususi You don't just come Haukuji tu hivi hivi Hey Jehovah Unakuja tu Jehovah Hey Hey Can you bless me Unaweza kunibariki? You don't do that. Haufanyi hivyo. He told Moses. Akamwambia Musa. That when the time come. Ya kwamba wakati utakapofika. For the house of Jacob to come out. Wa nyumba ya Yakobo kutoka. Tell them the following. Waambie yafuatayo. That before the midnight hour. Ya kwamba kabla ya saa sita ya usiku. The perfect lamb. Mwana kondoo ambaye ni mkamilifu without defect asiye na mawaa without deformity asiye na dosari without error asiye na kasoro a perfect lamb mwana kondoo mkamilifu and you must slaughter na lazima mumuchinje and take the perfect blood of the perfect lamb na uchukue damu kamilifu ya mwana kondoo mkamilifu When it's time now to appear. Wakati unapofika kujiwasilisha sasa. Before Jehovah. Mbele za Jehovah. Then the Lord give bam bam bam. They must have a lamb. They must eat bread without yeast. Kisha Bwana anapeana masharti, lazima wawe na mwana kondoo, lazima wale mkati usiotiwa chachu. Eat bitter up. Wale mboga chungu. The blood. Damu. They were living normally. Walikuwa wakiishi kawaida tu. No trouble. Hakuna shida. No problem. Hamna neno. We are in slavery. Tuko katika utumwa. But we are managing. Lakini tunajiendeleza. We are kind of managing. Tunajiendeleza hata hivyo. We have families here. Tuna jamii hapa. They were managing. Walikuwa wanajiendeleza tu. But when it came to appearing before the Lord. Lakini ilipofikia kujiwasilisha mbele za Bwana. Following benchmark must be accomplished ishara ifuatayo lazima itimilizwe even when you follow them in the wilderness hata wakati unapowafuata kwenye jangwa now you cannot pull around sasa hawezi kufanya upuuzi tena when they pull around he killed them wakati alifanya upuuzi aliwaua jehovah jehovah <laughs> welcome to the kingdom of jehovah karibuni katika ufalme wa jehovah Welcome. Karibuni. When they pulled around. Wakati walifanya upuuzi. They said, walisema, ah. Ah. This time we would have been in Egypt. Hii wakati tungekuwa Misri. At this time I would have arrived with some hot bread. Wakati huu ningekuwa nimefika na mkate motomoto.
When he heard them, wakati alipowashikia, he destroyed them. Aliwaharibu 23,000 one day. Watu 1,023 kwa siku moja. Protocol. Mupangilio. Requirements. Mahitaji for worship. Ya kuabudu. Number 2. Jambo la pili. When you follow them in the wilderness. Wakati unapowafuata katika jangwa. They raised the tent for Jehovah. Walimwinulia Bwana hema. When you follow them. Wakati unawafuata. A temple was raised. Hekalu liliinuliwa. And when the temple was raised. Na wakati hekalu liliinuliwa. When they raised the tent. Wakati walipoinua hema. Listen to what happened. Sikiza kilichofanyika. They continue to live as usual. Waliendelea kuishi kama kawaida. Normally. Kawaida tu. Just going and fetching water. Wakienda tu na kuteka maji. Cooking food. Wakipika chakula. Eating some mana. Wakipokota mana. And eating. Na kukula. And sitting. Na kuketi. I don't know how they pass their time. Sijui walikuwa kipisha vipi muda wao. They live their lives normally. Waliishi maisha yao kikawaida. As though the tent had not been raised. Kana kwamba hekalu alikuwa limeinuliwa. They just live normal just doing things normally. Waliishi tu kikawaida, wakifanya mambo yao kikawaida until one day. Hadi siku moja when the Lord wakati Bwana spoke to Moses. Alipomnenea Musa. And he told Moses. Na akamwambia Musa that now this tabernacle. Ya kwamba sasa hili hema requires sacrifice. Linahitaji dhabihu. Now this tent. Sasa hili hema requires people sacrificing. Linahitaji watu wakitoa dhabihu. In other words worship. Kwa maneno mengine kuabudu. And he told Moses. Akamwambia Musa Go out there. Enda kule nje. And find somebody there. Na ukampate mtu huko by the name Aaron. Kwa jina Haruni. If you find him, ukishampata, the way the Bible puts it. Jinsi Biblia inavyoiweka. He says, anasema, let him be brought to you. Wacha aletwe kwako. Let me repeat it again so you can understand the message. Hebu nikairudia ili ukapata ujumbe huu that let him be brought to you out from the israel out brought out from the israelites ya kwamba wacha akaletwe kwako atoke nje kutoka kwa waisraeli aletwe kwako in other words in swahili kwa maneno mengine muende mumulete hapa katika kiswahili anasema muende mumulete hapa kwenda leta yeye hapa kwenda mulete hapa you hear the voice of some force unasikia hiyo sauti ikiwa na msukumo Go bring him here by force. Enda kamlete hapa kwa lazima. Which means to me. Inamaanisha kwangu that if you had said please Aaron please do you want to come? Kama unasema Aruni tafadhali kama unataka kukuja. We are waiting time is going please will you come do you want? Tunangojea wakati na yoyoma unapenda unataka utakuja. And Aaron I don't feel like. Na Aruni anafanya hivyo anasema sijisikii. That's why they said. Biblia inasema Let him be brought to you. Wacha na aletwe kwako. Peana amri. Peana amri. Waende wamlete nje. Waende wamlete. Wamlete leta yeye. And the picture you have. Na hiyo picha uliyonayo is some two strong men. Ni watu wawili wenye nguvu. Holding one shoulder holding. Wakishika mabega na huku pia. And pulling it. Wakimruta wakimleta. Why? 
Kwa nini? Because the time to worship had arrived. Kwa sababu wakati wa kuabudu ulikuwa umefika. Time had come. Wakati umefika. That the Lord must now receive worship. Ambapo Bwana lazima sasa apokee ibada. Listen to this. Sikiza haya. When he was brought out. Wakati alipoletwa alitokezwa nje. Out of the Israelites. Kutoka kwa Waisraeli. Separation kutengwa Let us read the Bible and begin the message. Hebu tusome Biblia na tuanze ujumbe basi. Exodus 28 kutoka 28 Exodus 28 kutoka 28 I'm reading verses 1 to 5. Ninasoma mstari wa kwanza hadi wa tano. This message here. Huu ujumbe hapa. This is the most powerful message in the whole earth. Huu ndio ujumbe wa nguvu zaidi duniani kote. Why? Because this message kwa sababu ujumbe huu is talking about the government of the Lord. Unanena kuhusu vazi la Bwana. And yet right now na ile hali sasa hivi this is the hour of the government of the Lord. Hii ndio saa ya vazi la Bwana. Exodus 28 kutoka 28 verses 1 to 5 Mustari wa kwanza hadi wa tano. You wonder why should pastors preach prosperity? Unashangaa ni kwa nini wachungaji wa ubiri kuhusu ufanisi? When there is so much to prepare for the Lord. Ili hali kuna mengi sana ya kumwandalia Bwana. I'll read from NIV then I'll read amplified. Anasoma tafsiri ya NIV kisha tafuatisha ya amplified. The title in NIV na kichwa chake katika Biblia ya tafsiri ya NIV the sub- Kaito. Kichwa chake. He says the priestly garment. Inasema mavazi ya kikuhani. The priestly garment. Mavazi ya kikuhani. And he says, Nanasema, have Aaron your brother brought to you from among the Israelites. Mutoe Haruni ndugu yako aliyeletwa kwako kutoka miongoni mwa Waisraeli along with his sons Nadab and Abihu Eleazar and Ithamar pamoja na wanawe na Dabu, Abihu, Eleazari na Ithamari so they may serve me as priests ili wanitumikie katika kazi ya ukuhani <laughs> listen to this sikiza haya he says anasema have him brought mukamtuaye that they may serve me here ili wanitumikie hapa as priests kama makuhani and he says verse 2 na nasema mstari wa pili make sacred garments for your brother Aaron mushone aruni ndugu yako mavazi matakatifu to give him dignity and honor ili yampatie ukuu na heshima i am talking about ninanena kuhusu the garment of the lord vazi la bwana but before i go there lakini kabla niende hapo i want to visit with you nataka nitembelee pamoja nanyi another garment vazi lingine a lower garment vazi la chini a levitical garment vazi la kilawi aaron's garment vazi la haruni somebody mtu a lower garment lower vazi la chini smaller la chini kiwango cha chini and we are going to see na tunaenda kuona what this smaller garment ni nini hiki vazi ndogo can do to you inaweza kukufanyia so we may understand ili tuelewe what the garment of the lord nini vazi la bwana the other higher garment lile vazi lingine la juu 
now this is going to be a wake up call to you the revival church and he says that when you make for him sacred garments it will give him dignity and honor but in other version he says to give him honor and beauty he uses the word beauty meaning when you were out there wakati ulipokuwa kule nje kuzurura zurura ukizurura zurura kutanga tanga na kutanga tanga kutembea tembea na kutembea tembea when you were out there wakati mlipokuwa kule nje living your life as usual ukiishi maisha yako kama kawaida then you had no dignity and honor basi haukukuwa na heshima wala ukuu you had no beauty dignity and honor to who ukuna heshima kwa nani dignity and honor unto the lord ukuna heshima kwake bwana number 2 pili dignity and honor even unto men heshima na ukuu hata kwa wanadamu let me read it hebu nisome and he says na anasema Mustari is very powerful. Mustari watatu ya nguvu sana. Tell all the skilled men whom I have given wisdom in such matters that they are to make garments for Aaron. Waambie mafundi study wote niliowapa hekima katika shughuli hiyo wamtengenezee Haruni mavazi hayo. For his consecration so he may serve me as priest ili awekwe wakfu anitumikie katika kazi ya ukuhani anasema that the lower garment the smaller level garment yakamba lile vazi la chini lile vazi la kiwango cha chini the aronic garment lile vazi la kiharuni the levitical garment lile vazi la kilawi What it did to you kile kilichokufanyia was the following ilikuwa ifuatayo that when you came ya kwamba ulipokuja and it was bestowed on you na ukavikwa you wore it ukaivaa number one kitu cha kwanza it separated you from them ili kutenga kutokana na wao that's why he said ndio maana kasema bring him out from among them out from there muleta kutoka katikati yao Number one, it separated you. Kitu cha kwanza ili kutenga. And I'm not yet coming to your garment. Na bado sijalikujia vazi lako. I'm just talking about a smaller one. Nina nena tukuhusu hili la chini. It totally separated you from the rest, from the public, from civilians. Lilikutenga kabisa kabisa kutoka kwa hadhara, kutoka kwa wengine, kutoka kwa umma wa kawaida. Waraia. Maraia. The beauty has called you beauty. Sasa amekuita kazi imekuita sasa. Listen. Sikiza. And he says, na anasema, it gave you dignity and honor. Ili kupatia ukuu na heshima. And I want to add plus beauty. Na nataka niongezee urembo. Which means you looked better. You looked good. Kuanisha unaonekana bora unaonekana vyema zaidi. And now he says, na sasa anasema, for his consecration. Kwa ajili ya 
Vazi the garment in the tabernacle of Moses. Vazi katika lile hema la Musa had power to Lili, consecrate you. Lilikuwa na nguvu ya kukutia wakfu. Consecration. Kutiwa wakfu is to make holy. Ni kufanya takatifu. To sanctify. Ni kukutakasha. To make sacred. Ni kukufanya mtakatifu. Consecration. Kutiwa wakfu it means inamaanisha holy unto the Lord. Mtakatifu kwa Bwana. That is just a small garment. Hiyo tu ni vazi ndogo. I am not yet on you. Bado sijakufikia. I talked about your garment. Nilinena kuhusu vazi lako. In the three visions. Katika hayo maono matatu. This is your garment. Hili ndilo vazi lako. The radiance. Lenye kungaa. Transfiguration. Ambalo leta mabadiliko. And the showing the glorious. Alafu kuonyesha lile la utukufu. I am not yet here. Bado sijafika hapo. I just want to deal with this garment. Nataka tu nikabiliane na hili vazi. On the Levites. La walawi. That when you will now think about yours. Ya kwamba sasa utakapofikiria kulihusu lako. You will really cry to God today. Utamlilia Bwana sana leo hii. You tell him to forgive you. Utamwambia kusamehe. Because kwa sababu you are soon going to realize unaenda pia kutambua that as a church ya kwamba kama kanisa you've lived lower than the expectation umeishi viwango vya chini kuliko ulivyotarajiwa lower than your level unaishi chini ya kiwango chako listen to this sikiza haya do you know why they said the men of the cloth je unajua ni kwa nini wanasema mtu wa vazi it's about the garment inahusiana na vazi in fact hata hivyo he says anasema to consecrate him ili kumtia wakfu so he may serve me as priest ili aweze kunitumikia kama kuhani so you cannot even serve the lord kwa hivyo hata uwezi kumtumikia bwana because the identity is the garment maana kitambulisho ni vazi the benchmark hiyo ndio ishara kuu he says anasema verse 4 mstari wa 4 these are the garments they are to make Haya ndiyo mavazi watakayoshona. And it describes every single detail specific. Na anaelezea kila kipengee hasa. And he says anasema a breast piece kifuko cha kifuani an effort kisibao a robe kanzu a woven tunic joho lililorembwa a turban kilemba a sash na mshipi specific hasa sana and if you go to other scriptures in the bible na ukienda kwa maandiko mengine katika biblia you find now the deeper revelation the specifics of god very specific how to make each one of them unapata ufunuo wa kiundani ambao ni wa hasa sana wa kila kipengee kinachohusika na jinsi kinastahili kutengenezwa how to make each one of them jinsi ya kutengeneza kila moja wapo God now becomes very specific. Sasa Mungu anakuwa wa hasa sana. And he says, Nanasema, Moses, Musa, go to some man, enda kwa mtu fulani, inside the house. Ndani ya nyumba, whom I have given skills. Ambaye nimepatia ustadi. Some skillful man. Mtu mustadi. He says, Anasema, some men in the house mtu fulani kwenye nyumba there are some people there kuna watu fulani huko that i have given skills ambao nimewapatia ustadi and wisdom na hekima on how to do those 
tools of the garment. Ya jinsi ya kufanya masuala haya ya vazi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are some people kunao watu fulani that God Almighty ambayo Mungu mkuu mwenyezi when it comes the issue of the garments ikifikia hili swala la vazi he has given them specific skills amewapatia ustadi hasa and specific wisdom na hekima hasa on matters related na maswala yanayohusiana to making the garment ya kutengeneza hilo vazi You did not hear me much. But listen to this now. The worshiping is about Jehovah. To worship Jehovah. And the garment helps you to worship Jehovah. And a skillful man makes the right garment. For worshiping Jehovah. Meaning the time to 
have arrived. And when I looked at her appearing, she did not say, Hey guys, what's up here? Let's, go, let's check out this place. I did not hear them say that. When they appeared before Jehovah, I saw them standing before the throne. Before the glory. And they were worshipping the Lord. What is the message? The message says that the time to appear has arrived. That in the past you have lived as you wanted. Living out there and then when you are born again removed out. Listen to this. He says that right now the church is about to appear. When I say, you know the way the Lord uses his servant. The war in Iran, I have already seen it. Because I have already lived that day. So I can describe the details. So when I stand here, and I say that I have seen her appearing, it is a prophecy. The Lord is saying that soon she is going to appear. I am announcing that the time for the church to appear before the throne of God has now drawn very close. In other words, you can say that this is the hour to appear. And when they appeared, when I looked at them, they were worshipping. But when I checked, they were worshipping because they were in garments. So you understand what the Lord is saying. He's talking about the preparation of the garment. But first of all, let us deal with this other smaller garment. That we may not abuse this higher garment. Otherwise you will abuse it. He's saying that Aaron's garment, when you wore it, it had real power. True power that separated you physically from the rest. Separation. Number two. That Aaron's garment, when you wore it, it gave you dignity and honor before the Lord. Meaning the favor of the Lord. 
before the Lord. Number three. He says. Anasema, it had power to consecrate you. Nguvu ya watfu, to anoint you. Ya kukupaka, to make you holy. Ya Aaron's garment. And you know how weak it was. So you can already begin to weigh yourself out. And he says Na anasema, that at this hour ya kwamba kwa saa hii, now he has sent you a skillful one. Sasa amekutumia mwenye ustadi. He has sent him to the house. Kwenye nyumba. He has sent a skillful man to Kenya. Ametuma mtu mwenye ustadi Kenya. Even to Canada. Hata Canada. Venezuela. Venezuela. Chile. Chile. United States. Majimbo ya umoja wa Marekani. Vienna Europe. Vienna Europa. Listen. Sikiza. He says. Anasema. Behold. Tazama. I have sent you a skillful one. Nimewatumia ni mwenye ustadi. The one I have given the program. Yeye ambaye nimempatia ratiba. Of skills. Ya ustadi. On how to do it perfect. Ya jinsi ya kuifanya kwa ukamilifu. And wisdom. Na hekima. Who is this man? Who is this man walking among you here? That the Lord has sent you. The Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit of Jehovah. But the problem is this. When I look at you the church. In Chicago. Kule Chicago. In San Diego. Kule San Diego. The church in Washington DC. Washington DC. The church in Seattle Washington. Seattle Washington. When I look at the church in Europe. Europa, Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Australia. Australia. I see the skillful one. Ustadi, he has been sent to you. Kwenyo, but I also see. That you are not yet talking to Lakini him. Bado hamjaanza kuongea na yeye. Hamjaanza kuongea na yeye. Kuhusu hili jambo la vazi. Kuhusu hili jambo la vazi. Among those. Na miongoni mwa wale. Of you. Wenyu, who have already consulted him. Ambao tayari wamekwishaongea na yeye. I see beauty. Ninaona urembo. I see honor. Ninaona heshima. I see glory. Ninaona utukufu. But those who have not. Lakini wale ambao bado. They are still languishing out there. Bado kwa tanga tanga uko nje. If you have not asked him. Iwapo haujamuuliza. Today is the day to ask him. Leo ndio siku ya kumuuliza. To help you. Akusaidie. But let us continue. Lakini hebu tuendelee. Let me first focus on the Levitical garment. Hebu kwanza nikalitazame hili vazi la kilawi. And he says. Na anasema that that garment. Ya kwamba hilo vazi. Did things. Lilifanya mambo to men. Kwa mwanadamu more than what i see in the church today zaidi ya kile nikionacho kanisani hivi leo be careful jichunge again tena when i look at the church today wakati ninapolitazama kanisa hivi leo i see a church ninaona kanisa that they say 
we are wearing the garment ambalo wanasema tumevaa vazi i ask where is it alipo nauliza liko wapi hilo vazi they say can you see it wanasema je hauliani please see it tafadhali lione please show me alipo nasema tafadhali nionyesheni but we are wearing it how come you don't see it lakini tumelivalia je yawezekanaje haulioni And I see the church. Na ninaliona kanisa. Saying she's wearing the garment. Likisema alimevalia vazi. But she has not even met achieved. Lakini bado halijafanikiwa. She has not even achieved the smallest benchmark. Halijafanikiwa, halijafikisha ishara iliyo ndogo kabisa. The smallest standard. Ambayo ni kiwango cha kidogo zaidi. What is the smallest standard? Na je, kiwango hiki kilicho kidogo ni kipi? Kwenda leta ye leta ye. Enda kamleta mleta yeye. Separation. Kujitenga. The first standard. Kiwango cha kwanza is that first of all separated. Ni kwanza kajitenge. Separated from who? Kujitenga na nani? From the world. Kutoka na ulimwengu. And so you say look we are wearing it. Na kwa hivyo unasema tazama tumelivalia. And then I say Alafu nasema Then what are you doing in the world? Alafu basi ni nini unafanya ulimwenguni? What are you doing in the world out there? Unafanya nini ulimwenguni huko nje? If you say you are wearing it. Ikiwa unasema umelivalia vazi. I want to move on. Nataka niendelee. Look at what I want to do. Angalia kile nitakacho kukifanya. I want to do a small transition. Ninataka nifanye kubadilika kudogo. A small transition. Mabadiliko kidogo from this garment kutoka kwa hili vazi i want us to take baby steps ninataka tuchukue hatua za kitoto to move slowly kutembea pole pole and begin to touch a little bit on your garment a little bit not so much na kwanza kuguzia kidogo tu kwa vazi lenyu sio nyingi sana and then later alafu baadaye i want to come now nataka nije sasa to the quality of the anointing ya kile kiwango cha upako let me say it properly hebu niseme vyema i want to transition slowly ninataka nibadilishe pole pole from the levitical garment kutoka kwa vazi la kilawi to the garment that the church is wearing hadi kwa lile vazi ambalo kanisa limevalia but in the process lakini katika hatua hiyo you will always see me come back utaniona tena nikirudi nyuma to talk now kuongea sasa and compare na kulinganisha and to talk about the quality of anointing na kuongea kuhusu ufasaha wa upako yes, the quality of anointing ufasaha wa upako that this lower garment can do to you ambayo hili vazi la kiwango cha chini laweza kukufanyia and once you understand the quality of anointing this lower garment can do to you na punda ukishaelewa kile kiwango cha ufasaha wa upako hili vazi la kiwango cha chini chaweza kukufanyia then you will be in shock basi utakuwa katika mshangao at what the quality of the church garment ya kile ambacho ufasaha wa vazi la kanisa should have done to you inapasa iwe imekufanyia it is going to be called the point of reference inaenda kuitwa mahala pa kuwasiliana ama pa muktadha that now you may look at your salvation ya kwamba sasa ukaangalia wokovu wako and check on the quality of your salvation alafu ukaangalie ufasaha wa wokovu wako i am also reminded here pia ninakumbushwa hapa 
that the skillful one ya kwamba mwenye ustadi has skills anayo ustadi to perfection the garment wa kulikamilisha vazi and wisdom na hekima to perfection the garment skillfully in wisdom ya kulikamilisha hilo vazi kwa ustadi katika hekima in the fear of the lord katika kumuogopa bwana let us move on hebu tuendelee Turn with me now the book of Hebrews chapter 5. Geuka hapa moja nami sasa kwa kitabu cha Waibrania mlango wa 5 as we slowly transit. Kwa polepole tunapobadilisha. Hebrews chapter 5 precious people. Waraka wa Waibrania mlango wa 5 watu wa dhamani verses 1 to 6. Mstari wake wa kwanza hadi wa 6. I'm reading verses 1. Nasoma mstari wa kwanza to verse 6. Hadi wa 6. I may read two versions to help you. Huenda nitasoma tafsiri aina mbili kuwasaidieni. The amplified and NIV. Amplified na ya NIV. I'm reading NIV. Nasoma tafsiri ya NIV. He says, anasema, every high priest is selected from among men. Kwa maana kila kuhani mkuu anayechaguliwa miongoni mwa wanadamu and is appointed to represent them in matters related to God na anawekwa kuwakilisha kwa mambo yanayomhusu Mungu to offer gifts and sacrifices for sin ili apate kutoa matoleo na dhabihu kwa ajili ya dhambi amplified says tafsiri ya amplified yasema for every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in things relating to God. Kwa maana kila mkuhani mkuu anayechaguliwa miongoni mwa wanadamu anawekwa kuwakilisha mambo yanayomhusu Mungu to offer both gifts and sacrifices for sin. Ili atoe matoleo na zawadi kwa ajili ya dhambi. Let me explain something as we move on precious people. Hebu nieleze kitu tunaposonga mbele watu wa dhamani. He say anasema that there is the being chosen ya kwamba kuna kule kuchaguliwa that you don't just come ya kwamba haukuji tu to worship kuabudu the other version says selected katika ile tafsiri nyingine inasema kuchaguliwa but he's saying anasema chosen kuchaguliwa that you must be chosen ya kwamba lazima uteuliwe from among the world among men kutokana na ulimwengu miongoni mwa watu kukuja kufanya ibada in other words kwa maneno mengine you must be chosen lazima uchaguliwe or selected au utauliwe to be separated ukatenganishwe uje ukaabudu you see he still talking about the same protocol waona angalia anaenda kuhusu mpangilio ule ule the same protocol because he is still touching base he still reminding you mpangilio ule ule maana bado angalia anawakumbusha he still reminding you of the levitical appearance angali anawakumbusheni kuhusu kujiwasilisha kwa kila wi the tabernacle worship ambaye ile ni ibada ya hema the temple worship ambaye ni ibada ya hekalu the worship in the tent ambayo ni ibada katika hema he still reminding you a little bit baada anawakumbusha kidogo then you see him transition kisha unaona akibadilisha ah, this is beautiful hii yapendeza my heart is full of joy moyo wangu umejawa furaha Okay then let us get this and prepare. Hebu basi tupate hiyo kisha tujiandae. He's reminding you of what happened in the tent. Anatukumbusha kile kilicho
In other words, they say, go bring him. And so selected. After selection. Then appointed. You cannot step out and say, I'm going to worship him anyhow. Today's worshippers must also have been appointed. Because you are worshipping him. And only he can decide who to worship him. And how to worship him. So he has to help you. I'm talking about the church but in parables. You see that? In parables. In Amplified he said. On behalf of men. In things relating to God. To offer gifts. And sacrifices for sin. Ili apate kutoa zawadi na dhabihu kwa ajili ya dhambi. In other words he's saying kwa maneno mengine yuasema that he has to choose the church inambidi alichague kanisa that she may come here ili lijiwasilishe hapa and worship the blood. Na kuabudu damu. Let me explain to you. Ebu nioelezeni. Because he say kwa sababu anasema to represent the world kuwakilisha ulimwengu represent humanity kuwakilisha wanadamu represent mankind kuwakilisha wanadamu in matters relating to god kwa maswala yanayomhusu mungu look at this tazama haya when israel was created wakati israeli ilipoumbwa israel was created to worship jehovah israeli iliumbwa kumwabudu yehova as a priestly nation kama taifa la kikuhani why kwa nini because kwa sababu if they will follow the protocol iwapo watafuatilia mpangilio the standard kiwango and they will sacrifice according to the standard na watoe dhabihu kulingana na kiwango that god will be pleased basi mungu atapendezwa and the glory will come na utukufu utakuja on mount moria kwa mlima wa moria and when the glory come na wakati tukufu unapokuja on mount moria katika mlima wa moria that is a sign of approval hiyo ni ishara ya kukubalika god saying mungu akisema yes these are my people ndio hawa watu ni wangu whom i love ambao nawapenda i am their god mimi ni mungu wao and whoever blesses them na yeyote I will bless. And whoever abuses them. I will cast. And when other nations see. The way Israel is appearing. With dignity and honor. And beauty. Then they will say oh. We also long to worship the God of Israel. That is how he created Israel. And he's saying now of the church. That even you the church. You have been called from the world. And dressed in a garment glorious garment that you may have honor and dignity dignity and honor and beauty 
That's why he says, you must receive a letter of appointment. He's saying, behold, you have been appointed to worship. I don't want to go into the different gifts in the church. But now you can understand the appointment. The different gifts in the church. That allow you to operate within this space. Within this space. Let us move on now. And he says, in offering sacrifices for sin, what does it mean to offer sacrifice for sin? Repentance. What does it mean to offer sacrifice for sin? The blood. Damu. The blood. Damu. The blood. Damu. To offer the blood of Jesus. Only God must have called you. Those not yet called. They are drinking in the bars. And living out there. Listen to what he says verse 2. Before I come to the garment the church is wearing. Verse 2 says. He is able to deal gently with those who are ignorant and are going astray. Since he himself is subject to weakness. Let me explain this. When the Levitical priesthood, Aaronic priesthood, when they were to appear before the Lord, there was a protocol to wash and so forth. I've skipped those a little bit. But to wear the garment. If you look at the turban. There was a folding. It was folded in front here. There was a folding. The turban had a folding. And there was a golden writing. Which was inserted inside the folding. And if you removed it. It read. Holy unto the Lord. That was the symbol of consecration. Of separation. Holy unto the Lord. Given to the Lord. In other words. Bonded to the Lord. But when he came here. To offer sacrifice. With that garment. He came with blood. And he is saying here now. That he did the following. He had a weakness. Do you understand why the garment is lower? He had a weakness. 
faithful that as he worshiped he had to say Lord how about my sins how about the sins of my household so he had to offer sin for those first sin for his own and for his household after that then worship on behalf of the people that is very weak that's what he talks about and he says anyhow he still had power to do the following what I'm going to say is very big now he still had authority to deal gently and look at people who were sinning out of ignorance did you understand me now not intention I'm going to come there to take the sheep that were going astray ignorantly that is an indictment to the church that is a call to the church to wake up hallelujah he says no one takes this honor upon himself Hakuna mtu ajichukuliae heshima hii juu yake mwenyewe. He must be called by God meaning he must be appointed by God. Lazima awe ameitwa na Mungu kumaanisha awe ametauliwa na Mungu. Just as Aaron was. Jinsi tu Aruni alivyokuwa. But five is the transition. Mustari wa tano ndio mabadiliko. So Christ also did not take upon himself the glory of becoming a high priest. Pia Kristo hakujitwalia utukufu yeye mwenyewe wa kukuwa kuhani mkuu. There is a problem. Kuna yoshida. Why has the church called herself? Je, ni kwa nini kanisa limejiita? Some of you have tried to call yourself. Wengine wenyu mmejaribu kujiita wenyewe. And I'm here to tell you. Na niko hapa kuwaambieni. That Jehovah is still calling ya kwamba Yehova angali anaita bado anaita watu bado anaita watu even today hata leo hii he says anasema even Christ Jesus hata Kristo Yesu could not take upon himself this honor hangejichukulia heshima hiyo mwenyewe he had to be called by the lord ili bidi aitwe na Mungu to do this kufanya hivi but listen what he says sikiza anavyosema but god said to him bali Mungu alimwambia You are my son. Wewe ni mwanangu. Meaning is saying, kumaanisha anasema, that Christ also now came. Ya kwamba Kristo naye pia kaja with another garment. Akaja na vazi lingine. I, I don't want to overspill it because it is big in front here. Sitaki kumwaga zaidi maana ni kubwa hapa mbele. Because he says, maana anasema, When Christ came, wakati Kristo alipokuja, now comes one wearing another garment. Sasa aja mwingine aliyevalia vazi jingine. And when he comes wearing another garment, na anapokuja akiwa amevalia vazi jingine, he says this. Anasema hivi, that he was also appointed. Ya kwamba pia naye alitauliwa. Called. Aliitwa. But he says, lakini anasema, that out of his garment, ya kwamba kutokana na vazi lake, now there is sonship. Sasa kuna uwana. 
different now. Sasa ni tofauti. Because he says, but God said to him. Maana anasema, bali Mungu alimwambia, you are my son. Wewe ni mwanangu. Today I have become your father. Mimi leo nimekuwa babako. Basic. Mustari wa sita. And he says in another place. Pia pahali pengine yuasema, you are a priest forever. Wewe ndiwe kuhani milele. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says anasema when the dispensation of another garment appears. Wakati majira ya vazi lingine inapowasilisha. The higher garment. Vazi la kiwango cha juu. The highest garment. Vazi la kiwango cha juu kabisa. He says now anasema sasa on top of dignity and honor. Zaidi ya ukuna heshima and beauty. Na urembo. It also bestows sonship. Pia inaleta uana. Now you are a son. Sasa wewe ni mwana. And the relationship is now different. Na uhusiano sasa ni tofauti. Because now you have right. Maana sasa una haki. You are a son. Wewe ni mwana. And he says, "Behold now you are a son." Na anasema tazama sasa huu mwana. I am talking to the church in parables. Ninanena na kanisa katika mafumbo. I hope you are seeing yourself as a church. Nataraji unajiona wewe mwenyewe kama kanisa. He saying, anasema, when this higher garment, this highest garment appears. Wakati hili vazi la kiwango cha juu linajiwasilisha, linakuja. Now, sasa it brings a relationship sonship linaleta uhusiano uana it brings right inaleta urithi but what amazes me lakini kinachonishangaza when you look at what this new garment that we are now discussing wakati unapotazama kile ambacho hili vazi jipya ambalo tunasemezana sasa what it can be able to do kile ambacho linaweza kukufanyia he says anasema that now you are priesthood ya kwamba sasa ukuhani wako because of the new dispensation kwa sababu ya majira mapya of the new garment ya vazi jipya now you are priesthood sasa ukuhani wako is not for offering the blood year in year out one year one year si ya kutoa damu mwaka nenda mwaka rudi mwaka huu mwaka ujao every yom kipur kila yom kipur annually kila mwaka no he says hapana anasema that because of this garment ya kwamba kwa sababu ya hili vazi this highest garment hili vazi la kiwango cha juu zaidi now you are priesthood sasa uko ani wako which means you are worship kumaanisha kuabudu kwako is forever ni ya milele did you hear je ulisikia I guess you are beginning to understand where you ought to be as a church. Nakisia umeanza kuelewa unastahili kukuwa wapi kama kanisa. How are you doing Jen? Waendeleaje Jen? How are you doing Peter? Unaendeleaje Petro? Mm, I'm struggling. Ah, ninangangana. What do you mean? Tell me, tell me my son. How are you struggling? What's the problem? Unamaanisha nini? Niambie mwanangu, mbona unangangana? Shida iwapi? Yes, mm, I'm struggling with my faith and my salvation. Ah, ninangangana na imani yangu na wokovu wangu. I say what do you mean? Do you go to church? Alafu nauliza unamaanisha nini je? Huendi kanisani? Well, I took a short break. Nilipumzika kidogo. I took a short break. Nilipumzika kidogo. You know the way you feel like you want to take a short rest? Waona jinsi unavyojihisi ungependa upumzike kidogo. That's why I asked. If you are wearing the garment. Ikiwa umevalia vazi. 
can you show it to me je unaweza kunionyesha and you said na unasema look tazama i'm wearing it nimelivalia vazi i don't see na nasema silioni he says anasema when this dispensation came wakati majira haya yalipokuja of the highest garment ya vazi la kiwango cha juu zaidi it brings eternal worship linaleta ibada ya milele which means superior worship kumaanisha ibada ya kiwango cha juu not every time trying to change garments ah sikila wakati wajaribu kubadilisha mavazi ah this time i feel like changing the design ah wakati huu ningalipenda nibadilishe muundo wake no hapana he says this one anasema hii hapa is the garment of eternity ni vazi la umilele and he says na anasema you are a priest forever wewe ndiwe kuhani milele in the order of melchizedek kwa mfano wa melchizedeki do you now understand the garment i'm talking about je sasa unaelewa lile vazi ambalo nanena kulihusu do you now understand the garment that the church ought to wear today Je, sasa unaelewa lile vazi ambalo kanisa lastahili kuvalia hivi leo? That is what the church ought to be wearing now. Hicho ndicho kanisa lastahili kwa limevalia sasa hivi. He saying, anasema, the garment vazi in the order of Melchizedek. Katika mpangilio wa Melchizedeki. Wow. Because all of you. Kwa sababu ninyi nyote. Turn with me. Geuka pamoja nami. Very fast and then I come back. Kwa haraka kisha nirudie hapo. First Peter. Petro wa kwanza. First Peter. Petro wa kwanza. Chapter 2. Mlango wa pili. First Peter chapter 2. Petro wa kwanza mlango wa pili. Verse 4. Mustari wa 4. Verse 4 onwards. Mustari wa 4 kuendelea. As you come to him mwendea yeye the living stone aliyejiwe lililo hai rejected by men lililokataliwa na wanadamu but chosen by god bali kwa Mungu ni taule and precious to him na ladhamani kwake you also ninyi nanyi like living stone kama mawe yalo hai are being built mumejengwa into a spiritual house kuwa nyumba ya roho to be a holy priesthood kuhani mtakatifu offering spiritual sacrifices mkitoa dhabihu za kiroho acceptable to god zinazokubaliwa na Mungu through jesus christ kwa njia ya Yesu Kristo did you understand your priesthood je mnaelewa ukuhani wenu do you understand the quality of the garment je mnaelewa hii kiwango cha vazi You have been called Mumeitwa in the order of the Messiah Katika mfano wa Masihi and he's saying Na anasema that there is no higher calling Ya kwamba hakuna mwita mwingine wa juu kuliko hiyo kuliko hiyo He's saying anasema that when you became a Christian Ya kwamba ulipofanyika mkristo God called you Mungu alikuita It was a calling ilikuwa ni mwito that you may begin to worship ya kwamba ukaanza kuabudu and doing the following na kufanya yafuatayo walking to the four corners tembea katika pembe ine you come to one corner and you sprinkle unaenda kwa pembe moja na unamimina you come to another corner 
unaenda kwa pembe nyingine you sprinkle una mimina another corner unaenda pembe nyingine you sprinkle una mimina another corner pembe nyingine you sprinkle una mimina he called you to walk the four corners alikuita kutembea pembe zote ine he saying anasema that when you became a christian ya kwamba ulipofanyika mkristo he said anasema it was a calling ilikuwa ni mwito for you to start walking the four corners kwako wewe kuanza kutembea pembe zote ine the four corners of the earth of the covenant pembe zote ine za sanduku la agano sprinkling ukinyunyiza sprinkling ukinyunyiza sprinkling ukinyunyiza sprinkling ukinyunyiza and again na tena sanctify ukitakasa sanctify ukitakasa sanctify ukitakasa sanctify ukitakasa and again na tena consecrating ukitia wakfu with the blood na damu only the blood of jesus can consecrate ni damu ya yesu pekee iwezayo kutia wakfu that you began to worship the worship of the four corners ya kwamba ulianza kuabudu ibada ya pembe zote ine you began to worship the worship of consecration ulianza kuabudu ibada ya utakaso the worship of the ark of the covenant ibada ya sanduku la agano and he says na nasema in your hand is blood katika mkono wako imo damu and when i see you na wakati nakuona i said hey aaron nasema hey aruni he said no i am not aaron anasema mimi sio haruni but who are you basi wewe ni nani but the child of god mwana wa mungu since when tangia lini he says can't you see anasema uwezi kuona and then i ask alafu nauliza how about that blood you are carrying na je hiyo damu uliyoibeba Listen to me everybody. Nisikilize kila mtu. You cannot be a deliverer. Hawezi kukuwa mkombozi until you yourself have been delivered. Hadi wewe mwenyewe umekombolewa. So listen to this. Why do sikiza haya? If the blood of Jesus delivers. Ikiwa damu ya Yesu ukomboa. You cannot do that worship here. Hawezi kufanya ibada hiyo hapa. When you yourself. Ili hali wewe mwenyewe. Have not been consecrated. Haujatiwa wakfu. You understand the message? Je, unaelewa ujumbe? Because if you do. Kwa sababu ukifanya hivyo. It is not acceptable. Haikubaliki. And you spoil for God. Na unamharibia Mungu. Because kwa sababu the people in the world. Watu walio ulimwenguni. They will look at the church. Watalitazama kanisa. Hey. Hey. Look the way she is sacrificing. Tazama jinsi ambavyo anatoa dhabihu. She is not following the new protocol. Hafuatilii mpangilio mpya the new protocol mpangilio mpya is the protocol of the blood 
ni mpangilio wa damu in other words kwa maneno mengine the lord is saying bwana yuasema that when you are called as a christian ya kwamba wakati unapoitwa kama mkristo you wear a garment unavalia vazi the garment of the lord vazi la bwana in the order of melchizedek katika mpangilio wa melchizedek and when you do so na wakati unapofanya hivyo then you live the life of the blood basi unaishi maisha ya damu the life of deliverance maisha ya ukombozi conversion ya kugeuzwa in other words a born again life kwa maneno mengine maisha ya kuzaliwa upya i am now born again sasa nimeokoka upya meaning the blood has delivered you kumaanisha damu imekukomboa but let me now move slowly into this lakini hebu sasa nisonge pole pole katika haya mambo. Let us go back and finish Hebrews chapter 5 verse 6. Hebu turudi tena tumalizie Waibrania 5 mstari wa 6. And then I'll come to the quality of the anointing. Alafu nitafikia ile ufasaha wa upako. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 6. Waibrania mlango wa 5 mstari wake wa 6. I am going to explain to you this new garment. Ninaenda kuwaelezeni hili vazi jipya. It's a garment of covenant. Ni vazi la agano that bonds you totally. Ambalo linakufungamanisha kikamilifu and you cease to be you. Na unakoma kukuwa wewe mwenyewe. Your you is crucified with Christ. Utu wako unasulubishwa na Kristo. So when he says go Kwa hivyo anaposema enenda you will go Utaenda Upende usipende Upende usipende Hallelujah Hallelujah The new priesthood Ukuhanimu But look at verse 6 he says Mstari wa 6 yuasema The priesthood is forever Ukuhani ni wa milele In the order of Melchizedek Katika mpangilio wa Melchizedek And the church has been called in that lineage Na kanisa limeitwa katika mbaari hiyo What does that mean? Je, hiyo inamaanisha nini? If I remember the calling of Melchizedek Nikikumbuka mwito wa Melchizedek Which we are not reading now Ambayo hatuisomi sasa This is what he says about him Hii ndiye anavyosema kumuhusu With no beginning of days na mwanzo wa siku and end of life wala mwisho wa maisha like son of man kama mwana wa adamu he remains priest of god forever anabakia kuhani wa mungu milele and says but this melchizedek lakini anasema na huyu melchizedek he is the king of salem yeye ndiye mfalme wa salemu salem salem meaning the king of peace kumaanisha mfalme wa amani When he says the king of peace, anaposema mfalme wa amani, meaning is the king of reconciliation. Kumaanisha yeye ndiye mfalme wa upatanisho. That is the only peace you can have. Hiyo ndio amani ya pekee unaweza kuwa nayo. That the man be reconciled with God. Ya kwamba mtu akapatanishwa na Mungu. And his meaning, nana maanisha, that, that peace is eternal. Ya kwamba hiyo amani ni ya milele. And that Melchizedek, na huyo Melchizedek, apart from being the king of peace kando na kukuwa mfalme wa amani he is also the king of righteousness yeye pia ni mfalme wa uhaki then now you understand the order of the garment you wear basi sasa unaelewa mpangilio wa vazi ulilolivalia you don't need to be a genius au hitaji kuwa mwerevu sana a rocket scientist au hitaji kuwa mwanasayansi wa roketi a brain surgeon au hitaji kukuwa mpasuaji wa ubongo whatever name you want to put it there au jina lolote unataka kuweka hapo 
All you need to do Kila unahitaji tu kufanya is to bring a small barometer ni kuleta tu barometer kidogo and put in the church alafu iweke katika kanisa and check the temperature alafu angalie ile makali ya joto and check the performance uangalie vile wanatenda kazi then you will know kisha utajua whether she is in the garment or not iwapo kanisa hilo liko katika vazi au la you see that Because he says Maana anasema her calling mwito wake to wear the new garment kwa kuvalia hili vazi jipya is in the order of Melchizedek iko katika mpangilio wa Melchizedek that means the wearing of the garment hiyo inamaanisha kuvaa kwa vazi hili the garment she wears vazi analovalia is a garment in the order of Melchizedek ni vazi katika mpangilio wa Melchizedek but Melchizedek hiyo Melchizedek is the king of peace ni mfalme wa amani the peace of god amani ya Mungu surpasses human beings ipatayo fahamu ya wanadamu comes out of reconciliation ikija kwa kupatanisho coming by the blood ikija kupitia kwa damu and he says na anasema when you are in peace wakati uko katika amani there is no war hakuna vita which means when you are in peace kumaanisha ukiwa kwa amani you are walking in straight line unatembea katika njia iliyonyooka straight line njia iliyonyooka righteousness kwa uhaki <laughs> Did you understand? That now when you walk in the straight line. Then you can live in that garment forever. Basi unaweza kuishi katika hilo vazi milele. Because he is the king of righteousness. Kwa sababu yeye ndiye mfalme wa uhaki. Let us look at the quality of anointing now. Hebu tutazame ufasaha wa upako sasa. The question is this. Swali ndilo hili. Have you worn this garment? Je, umelivalia vazi hili? As a church. Kama kanisa? Because this is a higher garment. Maana hili vazi ni la kiwango cha juu. And the church globally. Na kanisa kote duniani. All over the earth. Kote kote ulimwenguni. The church has lived lower. Kanisa limeishi chini zaidi. If you look at the ironic garments, ukiangalia lile vazi la kiaruni. I am going to look at the quality of the anointing. Ninaenda kutazama ufasaha wa upako. That will wake you up another level. Na hiyo itakuamsha kwa kiwango kingine. Because you'll find maana utagundua that the beauty that the ironic garment brought to them ya kwamba ule urembo ambao vazi la kiharuni uliwaletea consecrating them ikiwatio wakfu separating them ikiwatenga anointing them ikiwapaka giving them beauty likiwapatia urembo glory utukufu dignity ukuu honor heshima that when it did that ya kwamba ilipofanya hivyo it did in two places ilifanya hivyo mara mbili It speaks about a relationship. Inanena kuhusu uhusiano between two places. Baina ya mahala pawili. Between here, kati ya hapa, the pulpit, madhabahu, and the congregation. Na umati. So he's talking about the garment of the congregation at the same time. Kwa hivyo inanena kuhusu vazi la umati kwa wakati huo huo. We are going to compare that. Don't worry about that. Tunaenda kusawazisha usijali kuhusu hiyo. Pastors, wachungaji, that's why when you teach your word. Hiyo ndio sababu mnapofundisha neno lako. Let the Lord help you. Wacha Bwana awasaidie. By making me teach here. 
kwa kunisababisha nifundishe hapa he's teaching you anawafundisha he's telling you anawaambieni deeper kwa kilindi deeper kilindini don't just teach quickly quickly take offering and go usifundishe tu haraka haraka unachukua sadaka na kwenda no don't do that hapana msifanye hivyo because only the word can deliver the church kwa sababu ni neno pekee liwezalo kulikomboa kanisa hallelujah hallelujah The word is very rich. Neno ni la utajiri sana. We are going to see a little transition now. Tunaenda kuona mageuzi kidogo hapa sasa. Let us look at the splendor of Christ's priesthood. Hebu tuangalie ukuu wa ukuhani wa Kristo. The splendor of that priesthood. Ukuu wa ukuhani huo and also na pia the splendor of the garment of the church. Ukuu wa vazi la kanisa. What did it do to the church? Je, ilifanya nini kanisa? What is it supposed to do to you? Je, inapasa ikufanyie nini wewe binafsi? Let us continue looking at the splendor of this priesthood. Hebu tuendelee kuangalia ukuu wa ukuhani huu. The garment that you wear vazi ambalo mnavalia the glorious garment of the messiah vazi la utukufu la masihi that you inherited ambalo mliliridhi what does it do to you je linawafanyia nini that glorious garment like we have seen the rest hilo vazi la utukufu jinsi tumeona yale mengine is meant to separate the church linatakikana lilitenge kanisa Separation in the spiritual realm kutengwa katika nyanja ya kiroho also means separation in the physical realm pia inamaanisha kutengwa katika nyanja ya kiasilia it is meant to exalt the church inatakikana ili kweze kanisa it is meant to edify the church inatakikana ikaliinue kanisa renovate the church ikaliunde upya kanisa revive the church ikalivivie kanisa rehabilitate the church ili tengeze upya kanisa resuscitate the church ili lifufue kanisa wake the church up ili amushe kanisa and everything else na kila kitu kingine bringing honor ikileta heshima glory utukufu dignity uku and beauty na urembo Let us continue looking at this garment now to another level. Hebe. Turn with me to the book of 2 Peter. Geuka pamoja nami katika kitabu cha Petro wa pili. Chapter 1. Mlango ni wa kwanza. And let us see what Jesus did. Na hebu tuone kile ambacho Yesu alifanya. And hence what you should do. Na hivyo basi kile inachokupasa ufanye. 2 Peter. Waraka wa pili wa Petro. Chapter 1. Mlango wa kwanza verse 17 Mustari wa 17 He says Anasema But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty Lakini tulikuwa washuhuda wa ukuu wake Verse 17 now Mustari wa 17 sasa For he received honor and glory Maana alipewa heshima na utukufu from God the Father Kutoka kwa Mungu Baba When the voice came to him from the majestic glory sauti ilipomjia katika utukufu mkuu saying ikisema this is my son huyu ni mwanangu 
happened when Jesus was baptized. Unakumbuka kilichofanyika wakati Yesu alipobatizwa? And heaven opened. Na bingu ikafunguka. And when heaven opened, na bingu ilipofunguka, the Lord decreed, Bwana akatangaza, that behold he is my son. Ya kwamba tazama yeye ni mwanangu. Meaning he entered into sonship. Kumaanisha aliingia katika uana. Now you have become my son. Sasa umefanyika mwanangu. With whom I am well pleased. Ambaye napendezwa naye sana. Meaning when he came in that priesthood. Kumaanisha alipoingia katika ukuhani huo all his life. Katika maisha yake yote. Everything he does. Kitu chochote afanyacho. Now must please God. Sasa lazima ipendeze Mungu. It's about pleasing God. Inahusu kumpendeza Mungu. The third one. Ya tatu. He says. Anasema This is my son. Huyu ni mwanangu. Whom I love. Ambaye nampenda. With him I'm well pleased. Naye nampendezwa naye sana. Is the church wearing this garment? Je, kanisa limevalia vazi hili? We are called in the order in that order. Tumeitwa katika mpangilio huo. Are we pleasing God? Je, tunampendeza Mungu? as we worship the lord tunapomwabudu bwana is he pleased je anapendezwa verse 18 mstari wa 18 he says anasema we ourselves had this voice sisi wenyewe tulisikia sauti hii that came from heaven ambayo ilitoka mbinguni when we were with him on the sacred mountain wakati tulipokuwa pamoja naye kwenye ule mlima mtakatifu He took the church. Alichukua kanisa to the mountain. Kwa mlima. And then behold, alafu tazama heaven opened. Bingu ikafunguka. And when heaven opened, na wakati bingu ilipofunguka, he had a conversation. Akasikia mazungumzo. And when he finished the conversation, na alipoyamaliza hayo mazungumzo, when he turned this way, alipogeuka upande huu they saw his glory wakaona utukufu wake they saw the glory of the messiah waliona utukufu wa masihi they were covered by a cloud walifunikwa na wingu when they were talking walipokuwa kiongea when he turned this way alipogeuka upande huu behold the glory of the messiah tazama utukufu wa masihi because they said his raiment became totally glorified maana wanasema mavazi yake yakafanywa ya utukufu kikamilifu do you remember also when they came from egypt je unakumbuka pia walipotoka kule misri a cloud overshadowed them wingu liliwafunika as they worshiped walipoabudu remember when he was baptized by the jordan wakumbuka wakati ambapo alipobatizwa kule jordani a cloud overshadowed him wingu lilimfunika and heaven opened na bingu ikafunguka and he descended on him na akashuka juu yake they said lighted on him akashuka juu yake Is your salvation overshadowed by the Holy Spirit? Je, wokovu wako umefunikwa na roho mtakatifu? That is what is asking here. Hicho ndicho anachokuuliza hapo. He said even the Messiah when he wore that garment. 
anasema hata masihi alipolivalia hilo vazi he was totally overshadowed by the ministry of the lord alifunikwa kikamilifu na huduma wa bwana in that way katika njia hiyo the messiah kept saying the following masihi alizidi na kusema yafuatayo Let me do the work of he who sent me. Hebu nikaifanye kazi yake yeye aliyenituma. Whoever sees me has seen he who sent me. Yeyote anionaye amemwona yeye aliyenituma. Whoever loves me loves he who sent me. Yeyote anipendaye amempenda yeye aliyenituma. His life was totally overshadowed. Maisha yake yalikuwa yamefunikwa kikamilifu. Wearing this garment akiwa amevalia hili vazi how about the church na je kulihusu kanisa is your life overshadowed by the lord je maisha yako yamefunikwa na bwana remember when your life is overshadowed by the lord kumbuka wakati maisha yako yanapofunikwa na bwana your shadow cannot be seen kivuli chako hakiwezi kuonekana you are lost in there umepotelea mle ndani three events matukio matatu and he says na anasema The Lord invested in him. Bwana akawekeza ndani yake. That's another version amplified. Hiyo ni tafsiri nyingine ya amplified. That the Lord invested in him. Ya kwamba Bwana aliwekezesha ndani yake. Friendship. Uana. And also na pia his voice. Sauti yake. And they say Na wanasema we were witnesses tulikuwa mashuhuda we also heard pia tulisikia when the lord invested in him wakati bwana alipowekeza ndani yake and exalted him na kumkweza we were witnesses tulikuwa mashuhuda meaning partakers kumaanisha washiriki when he wore the garment wakati alipovalia vazi the garment of melchizedek vazi la melchizedeki the glorious garment vazi la utukufu the eternal garment vazi la milele the lord invested in him bwana aliwekezesha ndani yake he became the voice of god alifanyika sauti ya mungu because heaven opened kwa sababu bingu ilifunguka and the voice invested in his life na sauti kawekezwa maishani mwake the voice of god sauti ya mungu the church kanisa where is the voice of god in you sauti ya bwana iwapi ndani yako these days siku hizi even non born again hata wale ambao hawajaokoka can come to church wanaweza kuja kanisani and point a finger at the church na kulikonyezea kidole kanisa and say that look she has fallen na kusema tazama limeanguka invested in him amewekezesha ndani yake exalted him na kumkweza is the church today exalted je kanisa leo hii limekwezwa but let me say this lakini hebu niseme hivi exaltation is in the spirit kukwezwa ni katika roho let us move on hebu tuendelee i want to look at now the priesthood in the book of first peter ninataka sasa niangalie ukuhani katika kitabu cha petro wa kwanza and then i will now make the comparison alafu sasa nitaleta kulinganisha the priesthood in first peter ukuhani katika petro wa kwanza chapter 2 mlango ni wa pili verses 1 to 10 mstari wa kwanza hadi wa kumi. and i want to compare that na ninataka nilinganisha hiyo with the priesthood in the book of john na ukuhani katika kitabu cha yohana chapter 17 mlango wa 17 write them down 
book of John 17 iandike kitabu cha Yohana mtakatifu mlango wa 17 verses 17 to 19 mstari wa 17 hadi 19 we already read a little bit about the first one tayari tulisoma kidogo kuhusiana aina ile ya kwanza but let us compare lakini hebu tulinganishe and then now run into the quality of the anointing alafu sasa tuingie katika ufasaha wa upako turn with me very fast the book of john Geuka pamoja nami kwa haraka sana katika kitabu cha Yohana mlango wa 17 And let's compare that with first Peter Na hebu tulinganishe hiyo na Petro wa kwanza that we read Pale tuliposoma John 17 verse 17 to verse 19 Yohana mtakatifu 17 kuanzia 17 mpaka 19 In this place katika mahali hapa You are going to see the works of the priesthood of Christ. Munaenda kuona kazi ya ukuhani wa Kristo. And what he does. Na kile anachofanya. When he wears the garment of Melchizedek. Wakati anapovalia vazi la Melchizedek. And again the Lord is speaking in parables to the church. Na tena Bwana ananena kwa mafumbo kwa kanisa. That in so doing. Ya kwamba katika kufanya hivyo. You may see your mirror image. Uweze kuona umbo lako la kioo. What your image is supposed to look like. Kile ambacho umbo lako lastahili kufanana nalo. And then make changes. Alafu fanya mabadiliko. He says. Anasema. John 17. Yohana mtakatifu 17. Let's start from verse 15. Hebu tuanzie mstari wa 15. He says. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world. Anasema, siombi kwamba uwaondoe ulimwenguni, but that you protect them from the evil one. Bali uwalinde na yule muovu. They are not of the world. Wao si wa ulimwengu huu. Even as I am not of it. Kama vile mimi nisivyo wa ulimwengu. Sanctify them by the truth. Uwatakase kwa ile kweli. Your word is the truth. Neno lako ndilo kweli. As you sent me into the world. Kama vile ulivyonituma mimi ulimwenguni. I have sent them into the world. Nami nimewatumwa vivyo hivyo. For them I sanctify myself. Kwa ajili yao najiweka wakfu that they too may be truly sanctified ili nao wao wapate kutakaswa katika ile kweli what is the lord saying here je bwana yuasema yepi hapa about the glorious garment of the messiah kuhusu vazi la utukufu la masihi the splendor of the messiah's priesthood ukuu wa ukuhani wa masihi that you are called after ambayo wewe umeitiwa kwao when you see the lord doing the works of his priesthood wakati unamwona bwana akifanya kazi za ukuhani wake he's praying for them anawaombea and when he prays for them na anapowaombea he talks about their consecration inanena kuhusu wakfu wao their purification utakaso wao their sanctification kutiwa wakfu kwao they are being made holy kufanyika kwao watakatifu and by the word na kwa neno because he says maana anasema that is the truth hiyo ndio kweli which sanctifies them inayowatakasa and he says na anasema that based on the sanctification of the word ya kwamba kuzingatia utakaso wa neno of the truth ya kweli then they are sent basi wanatumwa 
you see the messiah waona masihi doing his priesthood akifanya ukuhani wake wearing the garment that you have akiwa amevalia lile vazi ulilonalo and what does he do na je anafanya nini he prays for them anawaombea sanctification utakaso consecration ukiwa watu purification usafisho made holy kutiwa watakatifu by the truth na kweli sent wanatumwa I see the discipling here. Ninaona kufanyika wanafunzi hapa. And he says, na anasema, that for their sake, ya kwa ajili yao, I sanctify myself. Ninajitakasa. For their sake, kwa ajili yao, I can pay any price. Naweza kulipa gharama yoyote. Remember from the beginning. Kumbuka tangia mwanzo. The Messiah was already holy. Masiya alikuwa mtakatifu tayari. And glorious. Na mwenye utukufu. And he was without sin. Na alikuwa bila dhambi yoyote. And he came without sin. Na alikuja bila dhambi. And lived without sin. Akaondoka bila dhambi. But if it means. Lakini kimaanisha. That if I have to sanctify myself again. Ya kwamba ikibidi nijitakase tena ili na wao watakasike nitafanya hivyo What do you see about this priesthood? Je, unaona nini kuhusiana na ukuhani huu? It is a selfless priesthood. Ni ukuhani usiokuwa na ubinafsi. The person is not here. Huyu mtu hayupo hapa. The mission is central. Mwito ni wa kimsingi. The mission is right in front of this priesthood. Mwito uko mbele ya huu ukuhani. The person is not there. Mtu huyo hayupo. And the first thing you see here. Na kitu cha kwanza unachojionea hapa. His discipling. Yeye anafanya uwanafunzi. Based on his act. Kuzingatia kitendo chake. That the rest be sanctified. Ya kwamba wengine wote wakatakasike. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Based on the act of the Messiah. Kuzingatia kitendo cha Masihi. Tell me. Niambie. Have you ever bothered? Je, umewahi kujishughulisha? That wearing this garment. Ya kwamba kulivalia hili vazi. And worshiping. Na kuabudu. That that worship. Ya kwamba hiyo ibada. Is meant to sanctify them. Inatakikana iwatakase wao. But what is saying here? Lakini kila anachosema hapa. Have you ever bothered? Je, umewahi kujishughulisha? That when you worship the Lord. Ya kwamba unapomwabudu Bwana. Wearing this garment. Ukiwa umevalia hili vazi. The obligation is this. Kazi ni hii. You should worship like this. Inabidi uabudu hivi. When you worship, unapowabudu, they see. Hao wanaona. And they come to Na wanakuja kwa Kristo. That's what he's saying here. It is a worship of doing exploit. To exploit for the Lord from the world. To harvest the soul. And that's why he talks about the truth. So he's saying if I have to worship in truth then let me worship in truth. If that is what it will take for the church to worship in truth. But he was already worshiping in truth. He was already sanctified. Do you see the price paid? Je, waona gharama iliyolipwa? A selfless priesthood. Ukuhani ambao hauna ubinafsi. Let us look at the qualities of the anointing. 
Hebu tuangalie ufasaha wa upako. Are you born again? Je, umezaliwa upya? Yes, I am born again. Ndio, nimezaliwa upya. But the question is this. Lakini swali ndilo hili. Tell me a little bit about your salvation. Niambie zaidi kidogo kuhusiana na wokovu wako. You know I'm charismatic. Unajua mimi ni wa kiroho in the Catholic. Katika Katoliki. I'm born again there. Nimeokoka huko. You know I'm born again. Wajua nimeokoka. But from another denomination. Lakini kutoka kwa dini nyingine. And in our denomination we don't believe in salvation, in being saved, in saying and being saved. Lakini katika dhehebu letu hatuamini katika wokovu kuokolewa. It's important to know. Ni muhimu sana kujua. The salvation ya kwamba wokovu is for entry. Ni ya kiingilio. And the time has come. Na wakati umefika for us as a church. Kwa kwetu sisi kama kanisa. To prepare to present. Kujiandaa kujiwasilisha. And that's why I'm working with the garment. Na ndio sababu ninafanya kazi na hili vazi. That when the Messiah comes. Ivi kwamba masihi anapokuja. He may find that I did a good job also. Apate kwamba na mipia nilifanya kazi mzuri. That the garments have no dots. Ya kwamba mavazi hayo hayana madoa. No stain. Hayana alama. No wrinkle. Hayana kunyanzi. Okay, I want to give a few scriptures. First of all, let us look at the quality of the ironic garment. Ninataka nipeane maandiko kadhaa na kwanza kabisa hebu tuangalie ufasaha wa vazi la kiharuni. And the quality of the anointing it bestowed. Na ule ufasaha wa upako ambayo ililetwa nalo. Then we we'll now look at the quality of the anointing. Alafu sasa tutatazama ufasaha wa upako it ought to do here. Ambayo inastahili kufanya hapa. But when you see what it can do to Aaron. Lakini utakapoona kile ambacho inaweza kumfanyia Haruni. And it's a lower garment. Nalo ni vazi la kiwango cha chini. It screams the message. Inapaza ujumbe. Repentance. Repent. Repentance. Repent, repent, repent. Toba, tubuni. Toba, tubuni, tubuni, tubuni. Exodus chapter 40. Kutoka mlango wake ni wa 40. The quality of Levitical garment. Ufasaha wa vazi la kilawie. Exodus chapter 40. Kutoka mlango wake wa 40. Verses 9 to 16. Mustari ni wa 9 hadi wa 16. Exodus 40. Kutoka mlango ni wa 40. Verses 9 to 16. Mustari ni wa 9 hadi wa 16. So he says Yasema hivi I need to read two versions Nahitaji kusoma tafsiri aina mbili NIV and then amplified NIV kisha amplified Take the anointing oil Chukua mafuta ya upako and anoint the tabernacle Ipake maskani and everything in it Pamoja na kila kitu kilichomo Consecrate it Tia wakfu and all is furnishing na vitu vyote vilivyomo and it will be holy nayo itakuwa takatifu mstari wa 10 anoint the altar of burnt offering kisha ipake mafuta hiyo madhabahu ya kuteketezea sadaka and all its utensils pamoja na vifaa vyake vyote consecrate the altar weka wakfu madhabahu and it will be most holy nayo itakuwa takatifu sana anoint the basin Kasinia and it stand pamoja na shikilio chake and them. na uviweke wakfu verse 12 mstari wa 12 bring a 
Aaron Haroni, and his sons wanawe, to the entrance of the tent of meeting la hema la kukutania, and wash them with water. Na uwaoshe kwa maji. Then dress Aaron in sacred garments Kisha mvike Haroni yale mavazi matakatifu, and anoint him na umtia mafuta, and consecrate him na kumweka wakfu, so he may serve me as priest. Ili apate kunitumikia kama kuhani. Bring his sons Walete wanawe, and dress them in tunic na uwavike makoti, and anoint them kisha watie mafuta just as you anoint their father kama ulivyomtia baba yao so they may serve me as priest ili nao pia wanitumikie katika kazi ya ukuhani their anointing is to a priesthood kutiwa mafuta kwao kutakuwa kwa ajili ya ukuhani that will continue utakaoendelea for all generations to come kwa vizazi vyote vijavyo moses did everything moses akafanya kila kitu just as the lord had commanded sawa kama vile bwana alivyomwagiza Listen to me somebody. Nisikize mtu. What is the message here? Je, ujumbe hapo ni upi? I am now looking at the quality of the anointing. Sasa ninatazama ufasaha wa upako. Of the lower garment. Ya vazi la kiwango cha chini. And the first thing you see. Na kitu cha kwanza unachokiona. That based on the first priesthood. Ya kwamba kuzingatia ukuhani wa kwanza. When the first priesthood came. Wakati ukuhani wa kwanza ulipokucha. Consecration entered the house. Kutiwa wakfu kukaingia katika nyumba. The pulpit was consecrated. Madhabahu yalitiwa wakfu. Just as the congregation was consecrated. Jinsi tu umati wa kusanyiko ulivyotiwa wakfu. It was a complete consecration. Ilikuwa ni utiwaji wakfu uliokamilika. The power of the priesthood. Nguvu za ukuhani that when the priesthood was consecrated. Ya kwamba wakati kuhani alipotiwa wakfu. Even the congregation. Hata umati wa kusanyiko was consecrated. Ulikuwa umetiwa wakfu. And that is the begging question. Na hilo ndilo swali in the church today. Katika kanisa leo hii is the priesthood consecrated. Je, ukuhani umetiwa wakfu? Is it sanctified? Je, umetakaswa? And if the priesthood is sanctified. Na ikiwa ukuhani umetakaswa. Then is the congregation sanctified? Je, umati wa kusanyika umetakaswa? What is the Lord saying here? Je, Bwana yuasema nini hapa? He said that when you wore the lower garment. Anasema wakati unapovalia vazi la kiwango cha chini. That the priesthood. Ambalo kuhani was the image of the congregation. Alikuwa ndio umbo la umati wa kusanyiko. But what do you see in the church today? Lakini je, unajionea nini kanisani hivi leo? Is the priesthood consecrated? Je, ukuhani umetiwa wakfu? Your church can only look like you. Kanisa lako linaweza tukufanana na wewe. Oh, there is sexual sin in this church. Ah, kuna dhambi ya ngono na zina kwa hili kanisa. But you are the pastor. Lakini wewe ndiye mchungaji. If you rebuke sin, ikiwa unakemea dhambi, no sin will be in the church. Hakutakuwa na dhambi yoyote kanisani. The image of the congregation. Sura ya kusanyiko is the image of the priesthood. Ndio sura ya ukuhani and the sacrifice. Na dhabihu. That's number one. Hiyo ndio ya kwanza. In that garment, katika hilo vazi, there was a link. Kulikuwa na ambatanisho. Number 2 Kitu cha pili Exodus chapter 30 Kitabu cha kutoka mlango wa 30 verses 22 to 33 Mustari wa 22 hadi 33 Exodus 
kutoka mlango wa 30 verse 22 mstari wa 22 to verse 33 hadi 33 i am reading amplified anasoma tafsiri ya amplified he says anasema moreover kisha the lord said to moses bwana akamwambia mose Take the best spices Chukua vikolezi bora of liquid meal ya manemane ya maji 500 shekels shekeli 500 of sweet scented cinnamon ya mdalasini wenye harufu nzuri half as much ambayo ni nusu ya kiasi hicho 250 shekels shekeli 250 of fragrant calamus na yenye miwa yenye harufu nzuri 500 shekels ni shekeli 500 of cassia ya cassia shekeli 500 in terms of the sanctuary circle ukizingatia shekeli ya mahali patakatifu and a heen of olive oil na pia hini ya mafuta ya zaituni and you shall make of this a holy anointing oil na utatengeneza mafuta matakatifu ya upako a perfume compounded ambayo ni manukato mazuri yaliyochanganyika after the art of the perfumer kazi ya mtengeneza manukato Those of you who know about pharmaceutical compounding. Wale kati yenu ambao mnajua ile kuchanganya kwa madawa. Specific quantities. Hasa sana vipimo hasa. Very small levels. Ambani ya viwango vidogo You no. cannot go wrong. Hawezi kukosea. Look how the Lord speaks about this anointing. Tazama vile Bwana anayekuhusu huu upako. The first anointing. Upako wa kwanza. Before we got the second. Kabla twende kwa wapili. And he said. Na anasema this anointing was specific. Upako ni wa kihasa. But in this anointing. Ya kwamba katika upako huu. Moses was commanded. Musa akaamrishwa. To get fine best spices. Akachukua vikolezi vilivyo bora zaidi. To make a perfume a compounding mix. Atengeneze manukato ya mchanganyiko mzuri. Fragrant cinnamon. Ambayo ni cinnamon ya harufu mzuri. Liquid mirror. Manemane ya kalamus. Kalamus. Kasia. Na kasia. Na hini ya mafuta. And crush them. Na aiponde pole. And form a specific mix. Na atengeneze mchanganyiko maalum. Let's hear what he says about the mix. Hebu tusikie anavyosema kuhusu huo mchanganyiko. And he says. Na anasema. And you shall make of this na utatengeneza kutokana na hayo mafuta matakatifu ya upande ambayo ni manukato iliyochangamka after the art of the perfumer iliyotengenezwa na mtengeneza manukato it shall be a anointing oil nayo itakuwa ni mafuta matakatifu ya upako and you shall anoint the tent of meeting kisha yatumia kupaka hilo hema la kukutania with it pamoja nayo and the ark of the testimony na sanduku la ushuhuda and the showbread table na meza ya mkate and all its utensils na vifaa vyake vyote and the lampstand na kinara cha and its utensils na vifaa vyake vyote and the altar of incense na madhabahu ya kufukizia ukumba and the altar of burnt offering madhabahu ya sadaka ya kuteketezwa with all its utensils na vyombo vyake vyote and the lever na sinia for cleansing and its base ya kuisafisha na kichini chake you shall sanctify utabiweka wakfu and separate them ili viwe takatifu that they may be most holy ili viwe takatifu sana whoever na yeyote and whatever na chochote touches them kitakachoigusa must be holy lazima kiwe kitakatifu and set apart to god na kutengwa kwa bwana and you shall anoint Aaron na wewe utamtia Haroni mafuta and his son na wanawe and sanctify them na 
direct them na kuwatenga that they may minister to me ili waweza kunitumikia as priests kama makuhani and say to the israelites na waambie wa israeli this is the holy anointing oil haya mafuta ni matakatifu ya upako the symbol of the holy spirit ishara ya roho mtakatifu sacred to me alone mtakatifu kwangu peke yangu throughout your generation katika vizazi vyenu vyote it shall not be poured upon a layman's body usiyamimine juu ya miili ya wanadamu nor shall you make any other like it wala usitengeneze mafuta mengine ya aina nyingine kama hiyo in composition katika kutengenezwa kwake it is holy ni takatifu and you shall hold it as sacred na mtaishikilia kama takatifu whoever compounds any like it mtu yeyote atengezaye manukato kama hayo or puts on any upon a lay person au yeyote atakaye mimenia mtu wa kawaida an outsider mtu wa inje shall be cut off atakatiliwa mbali from the people na watu wake listen to me somebody sikiza haya mtu what is the lord saying here about this low level je bwana yuasema nini hapa kuhusu hicho kiwango cha chini number one. kitu cha kwanza it was most revered ilikuwa ya kuogopewa zaidi the first anointing upako wa kwanza was most revered ulikuwa wa kuogopewa zaidi you never used it haukutumia to pour on somebody else kumimina kwa mtu mwingine yeyote yule those appointed ijapokuwa tu wale walioteuliwa those selected wale waliochaguliwa those chosen wale waliochaguliwa number two. Kitu cha pili this sacred anointing hii mafuta ya upako he said anasema you cannot make any other faith hauwezi kutengeneza bandia nyingine yoyote any other counterfeit hauwezi kufanyia bandia nyingine kama hiyo you shall not make a counterfeit hauwezi kufanya bandia yake then how much more lakini ni zaidi gani basi the anointing of the messiah upako wa masihi because he said kwa sababu anasema that the anointing of the tent ya kwamba upako wa hema the anointing of levi upako wa walawi was revered ulikuwa unaogopwa when i look at the church lakini napotazama kanisa there is no fear of the anointing hakuna uoga wa upako when i look at the church ninapoangalia kanisa there is the abuse of the anointing kuna kutukanwa kwa upako they use it for money wanaitumia kwa pesa for shopping kwa kujionyesha to look like they are stars kuonekana kama watu ambao wamedhahiri sana hollywood hollywood anointing of god upako wa bwana and amplified is good na tafsiri ya amplified ni mzuri because he says kwa sababu anasema a symbol of the holy spirit ishara ya roho mtakatifu this was the foreshadow hii ilikuwa uvuli wa kutangulia this was the prophecy hiyo ilikuwa ni unabii of the coming of the holy spirit ya kukuja kwa roho mtakatifu the lord was saying bwana alikuwa yuasema that the holy spirit is going to come ya kwamba roho mtakatifu yuaenda kuja this was the symbolism hii ilikuwa ndio ishara yake of the holy spirit ya roho mtakatifu if you go to the promised land ukienda katika inchi ya ahadi liquid mir mane mane ya maji mir mane mane it was used for pharmaceutical value ilikuwa inatumika kwa makusudi ya matibabu if you have a wound kama ulikuwa na kidonda they wash the wound with liquid mir walikuwa wanaosha hicho kidonda na mane mane ya maji they got it from removing the bark of the mir tree walikuwa wanaipata kutokana na goba la muti wa mane mane and they pressed they pounded it alafu wanaiponda ponda and squeezed it na kuisaga it had a capacity ilikuwa na uwezo to kill the germ wakuua viini it killed germ ili uua viini it cleansed ili sa 
and righteous likeness katika umba wake na katika mfano wake wenye haki but over time lakini baada ya muda men became infected mwanadamu akaathiriwa na dhambi and he saying na anasema that to symbolize the holy spirit ya kwamba kuashiria roho mtakatifu and here purify na hapa kwa kutakasa this means the anointing of he that came later kumaanisha upako wake yeye aliyekuja baadaye the anointing of the garment of melchizedek has a component uko na kile kipande has a component iko na kipande that must purify the church ambacho lazima itakase kanisa from sin kutokana na dhambi number 2 kitu cha pili cinnamon the cinnamon also had pharmaceutical value pia ilikuwa na kazi ya kimatibabu until today hadi leo hii cinnamon mudalasini has antibacterial activity iko na utendaji kazi wa kufutilia mbali viini it can kill inaweza kuwa viini vya magonjwa na kwamba mdalasini amplified says tafsiri amplified ni sema fragrant cinnamon mdalasini wa harufu mzuri so if somebody was anointed here kwa hiyo kama mtu angepakwa mafuta hapa using the sacred anointing mix ukitumia ile mchanganyiko wa mafuta ya upako mtakatifu na unaimaminika hapa there was a fragrance kulikuwa na harufu everybody smelled it kila mtu aliweza kuinusia and if the lord is speaking na kama bwana yuanena This 
person huyu mtu must be the prophet of the lord lazima bila shaka awe ni nabii wa mungu two, kitu cha pili this man here huyu mtu hapa during drought wakati wa kiangazi he says rain is coming i see wind and floods anasema mvua yaja ninaona upepo na ninaona mafuriko during drought wakati wa kiangazi when meteorological experts wakati wale wataalamu wa hali ya hewa in fact they were saying that there may be no rain hata hivyo walikuwa wameanza kutabiri eti huenda kutakuwa na mvua they use human instruments wanatumia vifaa vya kibin adam and it happened na linatimilika but listen to this lakini sikiza haya remember when israel was told by the prophet kumbuka wakati israeli waliambiwa na nabii to strike the arrows on the ground wakalinge mishale kwenye ardhi and they struck only three times na akalinga yapata mitatu and the prophet of the lord looks at them na nabii wa mungu akawaangalia and then he cried for israel alafu akalilia israeli he said oh akasema eh i wish you struck many times laiti mungalilinga mishale mingi zaidi now you will defeat your enemies only three times sasa mtawashinda maadui zenu mara tatu peke yake tu and the rest of the time na kwa wakati ule mwingine wote they will always defeat you kila wakati watawashindeni so the congregation kwa hivyo kusanyiko if you look at the first anointing ukiangalia upako ule wa kwanza there was accountability kulikuwa na ile kupeana hesabu the quality of the pulpit ufasaha wa madhabahu was reflected in the quality of the congregation ilikuwa ikionekana katika ufasaha wa kusanyiko i love the first anointing napenda upako wa kwanza i love the first garment napenda vazi la kwanza because the first garment kwa sababu vazi la kwanza when i look at the practices of the first garment ninapoangalia matendo ya vazi lile la kwanza they are better than the modern church inashinda ile la kanisa la kisasa Let us move now to one last quality and then I move to the new garment. Hebu sasa twende kwa ufasaha mmoja wa mwisho kisha nitaingia kwa vazi lile jipya. The book of Numbers chapter 15. Kitabu ni cha hesabu mlango ni wa 15. Numbers 15. Hesabu mlango ni wa 15. Numbers chapter 15 verse 22. Hesabu 15 mstari wa 22. Now if you unintentionally fail to keep any of these commands The Lord gave Moses basi kama pasipo kukusudia umeshindwa kushika moja wapo katika amri hizi ambazo Bwana alimpa Mose any of the Lord's commands to you through him amri yoyote ya Bwana kwenu kupitia kwa Mose from the day the Lord gave them and continuing through the generation to come tangu siku ile bwana alipowapa na inaendelea hadi vizazi vyote vijavyo and if this is done unintentionally without the community being aware of it ikiwa hili limefanyika pasipo kukusudia bila jumuiya kuwa na habari nalo then the whole community is to offer a young bull for a burnt offering basi jumuiya yote itatoa fahali mchanga kuwa sadaka ya kuteketezwa as an aroma pleasing to the lord kukuwa harufu nzuri inayompendeza bwana along with this prescribed grain offering 
pamoja na vilivyo amriwa yani sadaka ya nafaka and drink offering na ya kinywaji and a male goat for a sin offering na mbuzi dume kwa ajili ya sadaka ya dhambi Verse 25 Mustar The priest is to make atonement for the whole Israelite community. Kuhani atafanya upatanisho kwa ajili ya jumuiya yote ya Kiisraeli. And they will be forgiven for it was not intentional. Nao watasamehewa kwa kuwa haikuwa makusudi nao. And they have brought to the Lord for their wrong an offering made by fire and a sin offering nao wamemletea bwana kwa ajili ya kosalao sadaka iliyotaketezwa kwa moto na sadaka ya dhambi the whole israelite community and the aliens living among them will be forgiven jumuiya yote ya kiisraeli pamoja na wageni waishio miongoni mwao watasamehewa because all the people were involved in the unintentional wrong kwa sababu watu wote walihusika katika kosa lisilokusudiwa but if a person sins unintentionally lakini kama mtu mmoja peke yake akitenda dhambi pasipo kukusudia he must bring a year old female goat for a sin offering ni lazima alete mbuzi mke wa mwaka mmoja kwa ajili ya sadaka ya dhambi the priest is to make atonement before the lord for the one who erred by sinning unintentionally kuhani atafanya upatanisho mbele za bwana kwa ajili ya yule aliyekosa kwa kufanya dhambi pasipo kukusudia and when the atonement has been made for him na wakati upatanisho utakapokuwa umefanyika kwa ajili yake he will be forgiven atasamehewa verse 29 one and the same law applies to everyone who sins unintentionally sharia hiyo moja itamuhusu kila mmoja ambaye ametenda dhambi pasipo kukusudia whether he is a native born israelite or an alien awe ni mzawa wa kiisraeli ama ni mgeni but anyone who sins defiantly lakini yeyote ambaye amefanya dhambi kwa dharau whether native born or alien awe ni mzawa wa hapa au mgeni blasphemes the lord anamkufuru bwana that person must be cut off not cut off naye mtu huyo ni lazima akatiliwe mbali akatiliwe mbali na watu wake because he has despised the lord's word kwa sababu amelidharau neno la bwana and broken his command na kuvunja amri zake that person must be surely cut off mtu huyo ni lazima kwa hakika akatiliwe mbali his guilt remains on him hatia yake inabaki juu yake can i explain to somebody tena kumwelezea mtu i am talking about ninanena kuhusu when somebody is wearing the first garment wakati mtu amevalia vazi la kwanza the primitive garment vazi lile la kwanza the levitical garment lile vazi la kilawi the aronic garment lile vazi la kiharuni he is saying anasema that the aronic garment ya kwamba lile vazi la kiharuni had capacity to do this lilikuwa na uwezo wa kufanya hivi to separate kutenga had capacity to separate Ili kwa na uwezo wa kutenganisha kutia wakfu na kupaka to give honor kupeana heshima beauty na uzuri dignity na heshima and glory na utukufu but on top of that lakini zaidi ya hayo now the quality of the anointing the quality of the consecration ufasaa wa ule wakfu he says that the consecration 
judgment kutambua a judgment kutambua it gave you the capacity ili kupatia uwezo to judge ya kutambua and it made you na ili kufanya hate sin uchukie dhambi he said anasema that the power of that aronic garment ya kwamba nguvu ya ile vazi la kiharuni it gave him power ili mpatie uwezo to talk straight kwa kuongea moja kwa moja and tell them na kuambia that if you will sin unintentionally ya kwamba iwapo mtatenda dhambi pasipo na kukusudia you will be forgiven mtasamehewa but it also gave him authority lakini pia ili mpatie mamlaka to say ya kusema that if you sin intentionally ya kwamba ukifanya makosa kimaksudi sin is sin dhambi ni dhambi that's what he did hiyo ndiyo iliyofanya it gave them power ili wapatia nguvu power and authority nguvu na mamlaka to call sin ya sin ya kuita dhambi dhambi sin sin dhambi dhambi that means hiyo inamaanisha they said walisema if you sin intentionally ukifanya dhambi kimaksudi god will cut you bwana atakukatilia mbali they preach that gospel here walihubiri njilio hiyo hapo how much more than the church sasa ni zaidi gani basi kwa kanisa the church of christ kanisa la kristo hebrews chapter 6 wa ibrania mlango wa 6 verses 4 to 6 mustari wa 4 hadi 6 i was coming to that as i look at the quality of this side nilikuwa ninaijilia hiyo ninapoangalia ufasaha wa upande huu the quality of the anointing of the messianic garment ufasaha wa upako wa hili vazi la hili vazi la kimesia the quality of the anointing ufasaha wa upako of the church garment wa vazi la kanisa i have it here niko nalo hapa but i'm still here lakini ningali niko hapa and appreciating here na nikishukuru hapa and here na hapa when somebody in the church sin wakati mtu kanisani alitenda dhambi they say walisema i know that i love you najua kwamba ninakupenda i know you are my friend najua wewe ni rafiki yangu i know you are my brother najua wewe ni ndugu yangu i know you come from my village najua unataka kijiji changu but what lakini unajua nini dhambi ni dhambi Did you understand? Jemwaelewa the contemporary. Ile uhasa. The surrogate, the sister in the contemporary. Yaani ile kufanana. Is in the book of Hebrews chapter 6. I am coming later to that one. Iko katika waraka wa Ibrania 6 na ninakuja baadaye kwa hiyo. But you can see the three qualities. Lakini unaweza kuona ufasaha huo mtatu. You saw the first quality. Muliona ule ufasaha wa kwanza. There was accountability on the congregation. Kulikuwa na kule kutoa hesabu ama kuhesabika kwa ukusanyiko. Meaning you must live salvation. Kumaanisha lazima uishi uokovu. You cannot say oh you know uh, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not God. You cannot say that. Auwezi kusema unajua mimi si Mungu. Uwezi sema hivyo. And number two. Na kitu cha pili. You saw the fragrance of the mix, the specific mix muliona manukato ya ule mchanganyiko maalum mchanganyiko hasa the fragrant cinnamon ile mdalasini ya harufu mzuri the liquid meal manemane ya maji the olive oil mafuta ya mzaituni and all of them are produced na yote inatolewa by compounding kwa kufinya that means kusaga hiyo inamaanisha unatwanga twanga unasaga 
symbolizing Ikiashiria, that the more you crush the calamus ya kwamba, ile calamus, the more the fragrance mzuri, the more you crushed the cinnamon jinsi ulivyozidi kusaga ile mdalasini the more the fragrance the meat jinsi inavyozidi kutoa harufu mzuri the more you crush the olive fruit the Za, olives zaidi unavyozidi kusaga matunda ya zaituni the more oil flows ndivyo mafuta yake yanavyozidi kutiririka i mean the work of isaiah chapter 53 inamaanisha ile kazi ya isaiah 53 verse 5 mstari wa 5 and verse 10 na mstari wa 10 verse 5 says mstari wa 5 yuasema he was crushed alichubuliwa the messiah was crushed masihi alichubuliwa on our behalf kwa niaba yetu and verse 10 says na mstari wa 10 yuasema and yet it was the will of the father that he be crushed na ile hali ilikuwa ni mapenzi ya baba ya kwamba achubuliwe so we see the superiority of the anointing in the tent kwa hivyo tunaona ukuu wa upako katika hema how much more of the church na je ni zaidi gani basi kwa kanisa now we are seeing sasa tunaona that the preachers there ya kwamba wahubiri pale they rebuked sin walikemea dhambi when i teach this abroad wakati nafundisha haya kule ngambo i normally say kwa kawaida mimi husema to the pastors like this kwa wachungaji hivi i tell them nawaambia that the ironic anointing ya kwamba upako wa kiharuni made them do this ili wafanya wafanye hivi that when they see sin ya kwamba wanapoona dhambi wanapiga ukemi meaning kumaanisha they jump up wanaruka juu they cannot take it hawawezi kuichukua they hate it wanaichukia How about the church today? Na sasa je, na kanisa la leo hii? Why are the pastors allowing sin? Je, ni kwa nini wachungaji wanaruhusu dhambi? Ah uh, no, don't, don't touch that one is my fat sheep. Ah, usiguze huyo, huyo ni kondoo wangu mnono. That sheep is helping me to build the church. Huyo kondoo ananisaidia kulijenga kanisa. If that sheep is helping you. Kama huyo kondoo anakusaidia, then that means that sheep loves the Lord. Basi inamaanisha huyo kondoo anampenda Bwana. If I understand 1+1=2. Kama naelewa moja ongeza moja unapata mbili. Then I need a big rod. Basi ninahitaji fimbo kubwa. Kuchapa huyo kondoo sawa sawa. Because that sheep loves the Lord. Maana huyo kondoo anampenda Bwana. Hey. That sheep loves the Lord. Huyo kondoo anampenda Bwana. I must straighten that sheep. Lazima ninyoroshe huyo kondoo. For that sheep to enter. Ili huyo kondoo apate kuingia. The church must rebuke sin. Kanisa lazima likemee dhambi. The church must call sin sin kanisa lazima liite dhambi dhambi i want to give the fourth one and then i'll go to the other side nataka nipeane ya ina kisha niende upande ule mwingine i can give two more naweza kupeana mbili zaidi the book of exodus 27 kutoka 27 exodus 27 kutoka mlango wa 27 verses 20 to 21 mstari wa 20 hadi 21 he says anasema command the israelites utawaamuru wa israeli to bring you clear oil wakuletee mafuta safi oppressed olives ya zaituni yaliyokamuliwa so the light so that the lamps may be kept burning kwa ajili ya mwanga ili zile kazi wake daima in the tent 
of meeting katika hema la kukutania outside the curtain nje ya pazia hilo that is in front of the testimony lilo mbele ya sanduku la ushuhuda Aaron and his son Aruni na wanawe are to keep the lamps burning before the Lord from evening till morning watahakikisha kuwa taa hizo zinawaka kuanzia jioni mpaka asubuhi He says this is a lasting ordinance. Anasema hili litakuwa agizo la milele for all the Israelites. Miongoni mwa Waisraeli wote. For all generations to come. Wazazi vyote vijavyo. He talks about this also somewhere else. Ananena kuhusu haya pia mahali pengine pengine. But let me give you the message. Lakini hebu niwapasheni ujumbe. He saying anasema that that garment. Ya kwamba hilo vazi. The lower garment. Lile vazi la kiwango cha chini. When you wore it. Wakati ulipolivalia. It gave you power. Ili kupatia nguvu. To turn the lamp of God. Ya kuishughulikia taa ya Mungu. Continually. Bila kukoma. From evening till morning. Tangia jioni mpaka asubuhi. They entered the temple. Waliingia kwenye hekalu. And they poured oil. Wakamwaga mafuta. And the lamps kept burning. Na zile taa ziliendelea kuwaka. Continually. Bila kukoma. When darkness was coming. Wakati giza ilikuwa likija. In the evening, jioni until morning. Hadi asubuhi. That anointing. Huo upako. Its quality ile ufasaha yake make sure that they did not slumber ili hakikisha kwamba hawalali and they tended the lamp na walichunga taa and the lamp of their salvation na taa ya wakovu wao was lit as long as they were walking ili washwa kwa kadri walipokuwa wakifanya kazi if you look at the church ukilitazama kanisa now the evening came sasa jioni ilikuja and we are in darkness na tuko katika giza are you tending the lamp continually che unachunga taa bila kukoma Let me look at the last quality. Hebu nitazame kipengele cha ufasaha cha mwisho. Deuteronomy chapter 31. Kumbukumbu la Torati 31. Verses 9 to 13. Mustari wa 9 hadi 13. Deuteronomy 31. Kumbukumbu la Torati 31. Verse 9 to 13. Mustari wa 9 hadi wa 13. And I have others, I have others, but I will just finish with one. Na ninayo mengine lakini nitamalizia tu kwa moja. And then the other one of the messianic garment. Alafu ile nyingine ya vazi la kimasihi. The garment of the church. Vazi la kanisa. I'll just give you scriptures and summarize. Nitawapatieni tu maandiko kisha niwape mutasari. Then you can read the scriptures but I'll summarize here. Alafu msome maandiko lakini nitatia mutasari hapa. He says. Anasema Deuteronomy 31 verse 9. Kumbukumbu la Torati 31 mstari wa 9. Hadi wa 13. So Moses wrote down this law. Kwa hivyo Mose akaandika sheria hii and gave it to the priests. Na kuwapa makuhani. And the sons of Levi. Na wana walawi. Who carried the ark of the covenant Walio, of the Lord? Waliochukua sanduku la agano la Bwana and to all the elders of Israel. Na wote wa Israeli. Then Moses commanded them. 
mwisho wa Mose akawaamuru At the end of every 7 years Mwishoni mwa kila miaka saba in the year for canceling debt Katika mwaka wa kufuta madeni during the feast of tabernacles Tena wakati wa sikukuu ya vibanda when all Israel comes to appear before the Lord your God Wa Israeli wote wanapokuja mbele za Bwana Mungu wenu at the place he will choose Katika mahali atakapopachagua you shall read this law before them in their hearing Utasoma sheria hii mbele yao masikioni mwao Again you shall read this law before them in their hearing Tena utasoma sheria hii mbele yao masikioni mwao Assemble the people Kusanya watu men women and children wanaume wanawake na watoto and the aliens living in your town na wageni wanaoishi katika miji yenu so they can listen and learn to fear the Lord your God ili waweze kusikia na kujifunza kumucha Bwana Mungu wenu and follow carefully all the words of this law na kufuata kwa bidii maneno yote ya sheria hii their children watoto wao who do not know this law ambao hawaijui sheria hii must hear it and learn to fear the lord your god lazima waisikia na kujifunza kumcha bwana mungu wenu as long as you live in the land you are crossing the jordan to possess kwa muda mtakaoishi katika inchi mnayovuka yorodani kuimiliki what is the next quality Che, kipengele kingine cha ufasaha kifuatacho ni kipi? That Aaron's garment brought ambacho vazi la Haruni lilileta. That consecration. Huo utakaso. You had the command of Moses. Umelisikia amri ya Musa. That always read the book of the law. Ya kwamba kila wakati soma kitabu cha sheria. They always read the book of the law. Kila wakati walisoma kitabu cha sheria. And for what purpose? Na kwa kusudi hilo that the people may hear the words of the law. Ili watu wasikie maneno ya sheria. And live according to the words of the law. Na kuishi kulingana na maneno ya sheria. And he said, na anasema, and that is to adhere to the fear of the Lord. Na hiyo ndiyo kujikita katika kumucha Bwana. Uh, that is a superior priesthood. Hiyo ni ukuhani wa kiwango cha juu. Because if you ask the church today. Kwa sababu ukiliuliza kanisa hivi leo. Have you read the book of the law? Je, umekisoma kitabu cha sheria? And emphasize to the church. Na ukalisisitizia kanisa. On the need to live in the fear of the law. Kuhusu hitaji la kuishi katika kumwogopa Bwana. The fear of the law kuogopa sheria and the fear of the lord na kumuogopa bwana but when you look at the church lakini unapolitazama kanisa definitely bila shaka she has not done this halijafanya hivyo so do you see now kwa hivyo je mnaona sasa how far the church is fallen ni umbali kiasi gani ambao kanisa limeanguka the church has fallen short of the anointing kanisa limepungukiwa na upako This is an inferior anointing. Huu ni upako wa kiwango cha chini. A smaller anointing. Upako mdogo zaidi. And look at the quality. Lakini angalia ufasaha wake. Including emphasizing the reading of the word. 
kuhusisha kusisitiza kusoma kwa neno if you look at the church today ukilitazama kanisa hivi leo some of the biggest preachers in the world baadhi ya wahubiri wakubwa zaidi ulimwenguni they say wanasema I am just an inspirational preacher. Mimi ni muhubiri tu wa kusisimua. To inspire people. Wa kusisimua watu kuchochea. I am a motivational speaker. Mimi ni mnenaji wa kuchochea. And the Lord showed me a dream. Naye Bwana akanionyesha ndoto. And in that dream the Lord brought some of the biggest preachers you see in the world. Na katika hiyo ndoto Bwana akaniletea baadhi ya wahubiri wakubwa mnaowaona ulimwenguni. And then the hand handed me a Bible. Alafu mkono ukanipatia Biblia. And the voice put it on the table. Nayo sauti ikasema iweke kwenye meza. And when I put the Bible on the table. Na nilipoiweka Biblia hiyo kwenye meza. Then he said, Kisha akasema, give it to them. Wapatie. He was saying, tell these people to teach my word. Alikuwa anasema ambia hawa watu wafundishe neno langu. Some of the best ways to preach baadhi ya njia bora zaidi za kuhubiri if you don't know how to preach kama haujui jinsi ya kuhubiri just open the word and read wewe fungua tu neno na usome tell these people to read the word ambieni hawa watu wasome neno and stop being motivational speakers na wakome kukua wanenaji wa kuchochea making the flesh happy mkifanya mwili kuwa na furaha in the last days katika siku za mwisho people will gather themselves around teachers watu watajikusanyia walimu that teach what is itching to the ear ambao watawafundisha kile kinachowashawasha masikio yao but here lakini hapa You know what will be taught here. Unajua nini itafundishwa hapa? Here the word will be taught. Hapa neno litafundishwa. And sin will be rebuked. Na dhambi itakemewa. Especially sexual sin. Hasa sana dhambi ya ngono na zina. And the love of money in the church. Na kupenda pesa kanisani. And then the other thing. Alafu kitu kingine which I I will not read but I'm passing. Ambayo sitasoma bali ninawapatieni. The Lord told them. Bwana akawaambia. In Exodus 12. Katika kutoka 12. That they should always observe the feast of Passover. Ya kwamba kila wakati waishikilie sherehe hii ya Pasaka. Meaning kumaanisha when you got the promised land wakati mnafika kwa inchi ya ahadi you are going to the land flowing with milk and honey mnaenda katika inchi itiririkayo maziwa na asali that is the land of super prosperity hiyo ni inchi ya ufanisi wa hali ya juu lest you forget msija mkasahau otherwise you forget lasivyo mtasahau he saying anasema that when you got that land ya kwamba mnapoenda katika inchi hiyo always observe the feast of Passover. Kila wakati ishikeni sherehe ya Pasaka. And he says, na anasema, I can give you the scripture but we should not read. What this is what the scripture says. Hilo andiko linasema hivi. The first dinner ile chakula cha jioni cha kwanza and the seventh dinner na ile chakula cha jioni cha saba meaning the first day kumaanisha siku ya kwanza and the seventh day na siku ya saba are the most critical ndio zenye nyeti sana and he says na anasema you shall eat unleavened bread mtakula mkate usiotiwa chachu and no yeast na hakuna chachu should be found in the bread you eat isipatikane kwenye mkate mnaokula no yeast chachu yoyote should be found in your home isipatikane kana kwa manyumba zenu and and amplified says na tafsiri ya amplified inasema that yeast is the symbol of corruption ya kwamba chachu ndio ishara ya ufisadi 
So they are told Kwa hivyo to observe the feast of Passover. To remember the blood of the perfect lamb. Damo ya the lamb without defect. That they sprinkled on the door frames. And for the church. Na kwa kanisha, John chapter 129. He says behold Jesus. Anasema, he is the Lamb of God. The perfect Lamb of God. Without deformity. Without error. Without defect. That was given to the church. He is the perfect Passover Lamb of God. And so for us. When we see the ironic priesthood. Every year Kila mwaka, in Israel, kula Israel they observe it. Wana they remember wana kumuka, the day the Lord removed them liwaondoa, in their division vyao, from Egypt. Misri. But the church, kanisha, how about us? Kutusu, sisi, he poured his blood damu yake, on the cross. Pale msalabani, and the Lord is saying, asema, Your garment lako, has a greater anointing your garment has a higher anointing if the other garment can remind them how much more should your garment remind you of the blood and the cross that delivered the church the church globally Kanisa kote duniani has forgotten the blood and the cross limesahau damu na msalaba and the lord is now using this message na bwana sasa anatumia ujumbe huo to tell them kuambia the hour has come saa imekuja to return okay round two. name something that's not boring a laundry Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.